Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wanted to start the podcast off a little different today by giving a birthday shout out to the gone but not forgotten podcast legend and podcast pioneer, Combat Jack. Combat Jack got me through a lot of tough times with him and his show. I'm very appreciative and definitely inspired me to start this podcast as well. You're gone, but you will not be forgotten. We'll mention you at every opportunity we have. God bless his family as well. It's only right to end it with this quote. Dream those dreams, then man up and live those dreams. Because a life without dreams is black and white. And the universe flows in technicolor and surround sound. Bow. Rest in peace, comeback, Jack. Love you. Did y'all see that um that post? And I think one of you guys retweeted it. It might have been you um, or Austin or something. Um and it was talking about how people, when they're stressed or feel anxiety, they'll tend to watch either a show or a movie that they've seen before because yeah. knowing knowing what happens helps relax them yeah. rather than you know watching something new where you know it may feel make you feel tense or anxious. Yeah, um, actually, a friend sent that to me privately, and I retweeted it, and then everybody was like, same, and I was like, so, oh, so that was you. the same okay. person, basically. Yeah, I was like, that was me. Yeah. I saw it, and I was I've been so watching attacked. a lot of The Office. Yeah, The Office yeah. is definitely, like, for sure, for a while, has been my, like, decom. like, that's how I decompress, like, that's how I recharge, yeah. I watch The same. Office. Same. Luckily, I have a couple more options. I'll run back I'll run back to office. I'll run back Parks and Rec. I'll run back Entourage. I'll Entourage. run back mm-hmm. Sopranos, and probably a couple Sopranos. movies. That's a weird one. Hey, well, bro. This past it, weekend, it when good, I got though. back from Colorado, I was just like trying to. Well, I had to work the the very next day, so I was like tired as hell because we traveled all day, and then I had wow. to work. So like that Friday and Saturday, I literally like just rewatched a whole bunch of old movies. It was so nice. Yeah. That's basically all I do is watch reruns of something. Like I said, show-wise, I'm, I'm, I'm going to probably look to get another one in there of uh, something that just helps me decompress, but like, I only I like I'm getting on Disney Plus, I'm watching old movies <laughs> that I liked as a kid. Like I really just um, watch things I've Seen before, mostly. I was running back some Drake and Josh on Hulu the other day. Oh, oh yeah, I, yeah. I've gone through that too yeah. since that. Um, I, um, since I got Hulu, 
I just started watching. Well, I watched Drunk History on Hulu. I don't know if y'all watched that, but it's really, really good. Yeah, that's it's funny. It's funny like and that. it's informative. I always learn stuff on there. <laughs> Drunk History. Jay, have you never heard of that? Huh? Drunk History, Jay. Yeah. Basically, it's oh these... yeah, I've I've heard of, I've seen a couple episodes. Yeah, it's I've funny. It all, that's funny. Yeah, that's a good that's a good show. I like it. What's uh, that on? Oh, okay. I'll have to run it back. I ain't watched one of those episodes in a while. Those are I funny. usually watch those when I can't sleep. Heck yeah. Oh, F That's Delicious. I watch that as well. Action Bronson. Oh, okay. On uh, Hulu. Yeah. Yeah, that's my show. Uh, I've been I've been uh, watching the new season on YouTube a little bit. They throw a couple episodes on there. Oh. Heck yeah. Well... Let me introduce y'all, uh, the podcast. Uh, welcome to another episode of Imperfect Voices Podcast. Austin was scared. He didn't want the fade today. <laughs> I was ready to throw bowls with him about 50 Cent and T.I. and about Kanye. I was ready. I had him locked and loaded, but that boy is scared. <laughs> S-C-A-R-E-D. He's going to have words for you as soon as he He does not want to come out here. Oh, definitely. He's that's fine. He's going to start subtweeting. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> yeah <laughs> as always he's supposed to be sending me stuff <laughs> another episode your boy Jay your boy Jordan Hola. Mish, welcome back like we said we're glad that you came back in one piece and healthy from vacationing yep. in the midst of all this it was so nice happy birthday to Abraham again so let's talk about it it was Fourth of July, right? Yep. How how many glizzies did you or did you not Zero. partake with? Zero. I think I tweeted it. I was like, "Man, this holiday aged like milk, bro. Like, ain't nobody like bro. talking about Fourth of no, July." I saw more. Or pop- I saw more posts oh. like that, that were like, "I ain't celebrating Fourth of July. I'm just eating with my family." I saw more posts than I saw Fourth of July posts. <laughs> What's funny is like everybody was like, I'm not celebrating. I'm just gonna pop some fireworks and go to the pool. <laughs> like, like it's not something yeah, they do every exactly. Fourth of July, anyways. It's what everybody yeah, does, anyways. Right. Like, every, people were still I'm celebrating. Not, they just didn't want to say they were celebrating. I've this had year. some pretty like terrible Fourth of Julys, like, cause my cause we never do anything. Like, it's not a family thing for us. It never has been. So I always find myself like looking yeah. for something to do. Well, not being patriotic for Fourth of July, I think that's uh, you know. The native in you, maybe a little bit me, right? Yeah, for sure. So, like, that's a good. Uh, that's why I was like, nice, it was nice to not do anything because, like I say, like I think I don't, I don't know. The last Fourth of July I can remember, which was I think this was like two or three years ago. I just went to a pool like by myself and read Harry Potter. That's the last <laughs> one I remember. So, nice. so it was kind of nice to like, yeah, like a celebration and watch movies all night. The last couple ones I've worked on, so like I really haven't cared about Fourth of July in a while. I've been really selfish on Fourth of July, so this year was no different. <laughs> mm-hmm. We kept that ball rolling. Yeah. But as all Jordan was talking about being Native American, and all that, let's talk about that sorry football team up in Washington. Yep. How like I prefer to call them the Washington racial slurs. The Washington racial slurs. Yep. So. Anyways, if you haven't heard, the Washington uh, football team, um, soon to be formally known as the Redskins, um, has very felt a lot of pressure from 
um, sponsors, just just public pressure more than than before. They've 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 always had it, but to really change their name, and they have announced that they will be changing their name um, here wow. pretty soon. Um, basically, they're going to keep the colors, but they're they're trying to to come up with a a new nickname that kind of embodies the team and just you know is less yeah. whatever. Uh, less offensive. Um, Donald Trump um, posted basically um, there's no reason why a storied franchise like that should have to change their name to be politically correct or whatever. But um, just, you know, as our, you know, our in-house native here, uh, Misha Jade, we just wanted to see like what your thoughts were um, with it. I know you don't speak for the entire community, um, but just when you hear, when you've heard that name here in the past, I know your mom's a fan of that team. Um, just kind of does that, you know, what do you feel about it? What do you feel about them maybe changing the name? Do you think that's a good thing? I think? mean, personally, I don't feel any type of way about it, and I don't think that any of my family does. It kind of feels like the same kind of thing with, like, I mean, I'm not trying to compare the two, but, like, it kind of feels like the same kind of thing with Aunt Jemima. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, yeah. the thought, I feel like, I feel like the, I don't know if their intentions are right. I mean, they're trying to appease people, I feel like, more so than really, Absolutely. like, wanting to change. But, like, like, because I'm not, like, more involved in that side of my culture I don't know you know if the people who are armed who stay on reservations and such if they take it personally offensive which they very well might so but I personally don't don't feel like it's not really I mean it's like it's just just, it's basically the same thing I feel like they've been doing like it's it's a nice show you know what I'm saying but like what are you really doing the Angemana thing too uh I saw a story that her grandkids are actually upset that she's getting took off. They feel like as a history of their grandmother and of a black woman that it's kind of actually messed up in a way that they're taking away that history from that family. Yeah, I I saw something like that, too. And I saw some I don't know, obviously, how true it is. But I thought I saw something that said, like, they were getting money from it. Yeah. And that when they're changing it, they're not going to get the money anymore. And they were upset about it. Yeah. The Angemima thing, like if, and I'm not as well versed in that, but I feel like if that's a real person and it's, it's not exactly a caricature of her. It's, it's, it's like, it's her, it's, right. You know, it's a, it's a minstrel show character though. It, it is a famous minstrel show character. Okay. So the, the actual woman that was getting the money for it or the family that was getting the money oh, for it? No, the name. White family the or name, black family? Oh, black family. So was a minstrel show character played by a black character? Yeah, there was minstrel show, there was minstrel show characters that were black. They had a pit on black face to make it comfortable to the crowd. And no, but I'm saying Aunt Jemima is a minstrel show character that would be played by whoever. And Oh, okay, and, so the name. Yeah, and the original photo of Aunt Jemima, she is actually chained to a table making pancakes. No way. Yeah, bro. It's some sick stuff. You have to go Google yeah. it. What? Yeah, I, I feel like that's, you know, it's just problematic. I, I think people are kind of overcorrecting um, before when they weren't doing anything because people have been calling yeah. for 
the Washington Redskins to change yeah. their name for a long yeah. time. I mean, people have found that. Like, we were talking about it and last Misha, week. Uh, yeah. They have, like, a token uh, Native American organization dude come and sit in the press box with them all season long every year to say, hey, yeah. he, hey, he agrees with it. He says it's fine. He likes it. He likes how it represents their community and everything's fine. So like they they freaking they uh pit him out every season to make make you yeah. know make the block not hot anymore. But yeah, that's like that's like one yeah. person who honestly are you looking at a person that's just a fan of your team? Like if he's a fan, then he may be a little bit biased. He may be willing to put that aside because he likes the team so much, you know? Mm-hmm. Like but are are you looking at the whole landscape of are you alienating other people from becoming fans? because or watching football or even just participating with your team because you're so comfortable you're like hey, who cares about whatever what other people think but one thing i mentioned to jay jamish i was yeah. like the the franchise it's, it's not like they're they're just using caricatures of native american people they're also using a word that was that was for the most part, a racial slur for Native American people. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're not only imitating mm-hmm. or embodying them, you're also using a racial slur for it. Because, I mean, you know, for um, like the Braves, yeah. I don't think that one's, you know, as bad. Um, I know the Florida State Seminoles, they they have kind of integrated themselves with the Seminole tribe. Um, you know, they've, they don't just, like I said, they don't just use caricatures of it. They They... Yeah, and also like this. Right, exactly. They actual, they like, kind of it. take it beyond the the yeah. tribe as well. The Blackhawks, you know, some of these. And I get the 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 want to use for 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 Native American culture because it's 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 warriors, it's bravery, it, it's it's a lot of what people attribute to you know football players as being warriors. So yeah, I get it. You know, they use Spartans and you know Vikings and other you know cultures that have have come and gone. Um, but I just think the name along with the caricature is what makes it offensive. I mean, I, I kind of feel uncomfortable saying it, um, even, you know, knowing that that's just what the franchise has been for so long. Yeah, like there, and if other people feel uncomfortable, I mean, there's nothing, I mean, it's not for me to say. There, There is some reporters that just say the Washington yeah, exactly. football team. For a couple years now, mm-hmm. they don't even bring up the mascot name anymore. Yeah, the Washington franchise. Yeah, the Washington or, franchise, you know, Washington football like team. That. Yeah, like they don't even <laughs> they don't even want to battle with that no more. And this has been Did years y'all ago. Y'all see, um, a couple years ago, or maybe it was last year. It was um, Bomani Jones wore the shirt, the Caucasian shirt. What, what was yes, it? Yes, bro, that yeah, was a was... crazy day on Twitter. That was a crazy morning because he wore it on Mike and Mike. So he wore it on Mike and Mike of all shows. You know how many people watch that show in the morning. Yeah. Or did so, Mish? What um, what Bomani Jones, um, the sportscaster on ESPN, um, uh, did was kind of to make a statement of how the Redskins uh can be offensive. Is he wore kind of a caricature of a white person for a team, like a it looks like a you know, a team name, and it said the Caucasians, right? And so it was mm-hmm. basically just making a statement of this is how this kind of looks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, bro. Know. Oh, bro. They was. Oh yeah. Oh it. yeah. People were hot. He's a black guy too. So, oh man, people were livid. But it's like, all right, you know, by saying the Caucasians, you know, is that if that's offensive to you, what what do you think that some people could be feeling of 
you you wearing um, gear that says you know Redskins on it if they find that offensive, you know. So. Yeah. And really, I guess it's it's mm-hmm. that group's right. choice whether they feel off- offended or not. But yeah, so like we really until this racial awakening. That. Um, they weren't even entertaining changing the name, but but now, like, um, I think it's like who is it, Jay? I think it's like 80, mil- 80 million or eighty, yeah, about eight hundred million dollars worth of of um, uh, owners, ad dollars? yeah, ad dollars, ad group, whoever runs that is definitely telling them to uh, telling them to change it. They're oh yeah, it was mainly FedEx. That's they're the ones that have the name on the stadium. Yeah, because FedEx owns the um. The yeah, stadium. they have the naming rights, so it's like AT and T saying telling or, Jerry yeah, Jones not to the go stadium, change but they, something. You know, they gonna listen. Yeah, they gonna have to be listened. Yeah, yeah, they don't own it, but I, I know they um like when you have the naming rights, it's it's um you, you pay a certain amount of money to to do that every time the stadium's mentioned, and you know I know they they that's how that works, and it's. I don't know. Um, I definitely think it's it's good. I mean, it's it's definitely progressive, whether they wanted to do it or not. I mean, sometimes you have to force people to do things. You know, the South didn't want to end slavery, but you know, they were forced into uh, ending something that that wasn't good. So sometimes you just have to force people's hands, and you know, it may not be to that extent. And yeah, it may be a little bit politically correct. Uh, but sometimes when you, you've been in a period of being stagnant, mm-hmm. there becomes a period of overcorrecting. And so we're just in a period where people are overcorrecting um, because they realize something can be taken in the wrong way. It was it was like Hollywood and... trying to be like trying to be halfway woke last week when all the voice actors were yeah. coming out saying, I'm not a black man, so I'll no longer voice this character. I am no, I am not a, this person, and I will no longer voice this character. Right. It's like everybody's trying to be right, bro. Everybody's trying to be woke, but they're not getting down to the real point of the whole problem that's going on right now. It, it's got to start somewhere. Yeah. Um, so we can't scream or we can't beg for black ref- representation, and then when people start realizing that there needs to be representation, like that—that's basically what these roles yeah, are, right? Yeah. They're these roles are being played by people that not are there. <laughs> uh, non-black or non-whatever uh, the character is, and so they're correcting that. And then we can't say, "Oh, it's too late now." It's like, nah. People are making the changes. These are things that we have asked for before, or, or people are asking for now. And just because it may look like an overcorrection, it's good to acknowledge that there's effort being made now. That can't be the end all be all, but it can be a start. Are y'all talking about the voice actors? Yeah. 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 Hollywood trying to be woke. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that makes sense though, because that was still, that was an issue, like, I feel like a couple of years ago, but not with voice actors, but just them like casting white people. Right. In roles that were clearly representation. Right. Did y'all hear about Holly Berry? Um, I was about to say, did you see about Holly Berry? No, what happened? Yeah. She was cast to play a transgender uh, man? A trans 
I think it was Trans Man. Yeah. And she accepted the role. Um, and then there was some backlash from the transgender community saying that we should be represented by someone that is um, transgender. Yeah. Uh, and so she uh, basically declined the role. She she stepped down from it and, you know, promised to be better and to look into herself and everything like that. I think, one, there, there's a couple points of view on that. One, Holly Berry is like an A-list actress. Mm-hmm. And the amount of attention that she could bring to this transgender character um could be i mean not not to say that it's all based on actors because some you know it's story it's director it's production as well but the amount of attention that she could have brought to this story probably could have been more than you know i don't really know i can only think of maybe a couple transgender actresses and actors uh one in particular i think uh what's the uh, the lady that's on Orange is the New Black. Which one? The transgender. Oh, uh, um, man, La- Laverne. She's she's yeah, Laverne yeah. Laverne Cox. So yeah, she's been in quite a bit. So that may be um, a good. Uh, that may be someone they they want to uh, pay attention to because she's she's been in a lot recently and she's a recognizable yeah, face. But you know. I don't think Holly Berry should necessarily feel bad about it. I don't think that's, a, that's something to cancel her in, but it's the same type of argument we've been having. Like, if a white person was going to play in, you know, the new Mulan, you know, we'd, we'd have, you know, the similar type of ener- energy. We'd be like, all right, why, you know, there's plenty of Asian Americans. Why can't you have somebody or Asian people in general yeah, that, is true. that you can have play that part? Yeah. So it, it's the same type of thing. People want to be represented by, by, their people, their community, and want something to be proud yeah. of. So, big facts. Hey, Mish, uh, this just came up on Twitter today. But do you think SZA is the queen of R and B? Uh, no. I say that with a heavy heart. Right. No. As much as we love control. Yeah. I'll listen to some of control. You can. My whole entire life. You can be honest and a fan. Do what? You can be honest and still a fan. Yeah, I'm definitely a, a fan, but I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'm not the best person because even though I do mainly only listen to R&B, it's like limited. I'm very like, I stick with the same people. But I say, because you probably would pit Janae ahead of her, wouldn't you? No, I would probably yes. put Ari. Yes. Linux. Oh. Oh. Yeah, but both of them, both of them would be above Sim. Yeah, Sim- yeah, yeah. I mean, Summer Walker has a new album coming out uh, tomorrow. I think. Snow Allegra has I mean, a new album coming out. That's Bay. Mm-hmm. Definitely gonna have to check that out. I'm trying to think. There's, there's a lot of Georgia, 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 Georgia on my I mind. Mean, there's a lot, a lot of, a lot of artists. I, I mean, SZA may be above, uh, definitely above Georgia, but. I, I she only has that one album, right? Control uh, and is a classic. That's her. That was her first album. The one before that, uh, I think, it's called Z. That was a good one, mm-hmm. but I, I don't think it was an album. I think it was a mixtape. Okay. 
But um, so yeah, it's it's way too early. Yeah, I feel like it's queen. I feel like that's kind of a hard thing to say because I'm trying to think of R and B artists who have like two or three albums out, solid albums. Right. Out, I can't. And ain't nothing coming to mind really. I'm, and then Janae has how many? She has like three or four. Exactly. Right? Janae has a whole discography. Janae's low key been out here since what 2012, 11? Uh, 11, I think. Yeah. Let me see. I think 11. Because her first mixtape came out. And that and that has a bunch of hits on it. I'd be willing to entertain Janae a Janae argument. Yeah, but there's not a whole lot lot of others that I would let be in in that conversation. This is why, kind of backtracking to last week's episode, I was like, "Oh, we didn't even talk about it last week." I don't think, but uh, Lizzo won Best R and B Artist at BET Awards, and I was like, "Bro, mm-hmm. you had Janae." Yeah, Summer Walker. You had her. We forgot about her. I'm. I love her. Her's and that's why I was favorite. like, bro, we, bro. I don't see Lizzo as no R and B artist. I wasn't mad at it though because the category did say R and B slash pop. So oh. I think they're like pop artist well, or R and B artist or yeah. both. Yeah, I understand why she would get and it. And she, 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 she had a crazy year. So, uh, but and maybe. It could have been a little bit political. They're just like, hey, if we do a little bit of a more of a, you know, maybe a pop person, we could have a more viewers, maybe that are may not watch the BET Awards all the time or something like that. This, so this is the same awards that just gave it. Migos best group of the year too this past year, Again, and they did not deserve they, it. <laughs> nah, not this year. They didn't do anything this year. Not when you had Griselda up there. Griselda should took they that. Just, they just didn't break up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> congrats, congrats, Migos, for making it another year without breaking up. And Most set, groups don't make it this long. And Offset didn't cheat this last year. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a real award right there. <laughs> Take uh, good job, Quavo, Quavo landed Sweetie. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Quavo landed Sweetie. Offset kept it in his pants for at least six months. That was the real winner. Yeah, there we go. That's what the award was. It was. I dropped out. My bad. You good. But let me tell y'all about the real winner that's going to be coming up real quick. Oh. What you got? Kanye Amari West. President 2020. Oh. I'm done with you, bro. Uh, obviously a joke. It is obviously a joke, but since people ain't taking it as a joke, I'm going to have to be serious with it now. So... I don't think Kanye is joking, but I don't think he's also. I also don't think he's running. I know. He, I knew he was joking when, like, the next day I saw uh, a story that was like he's already in, ineligible for uh, eight states. Yes, exactly. That was he exactly didn't even, what I was yeah. reading too. He didn't even register. Is that they had a really good point? Like when all this, when all that shit happened with Harambe, and like a bunch of fucking people wrote his mm-hmm. name in and didn't really vote because people don't take yeah. it seriously. I feel like that's definitely uh, might happen again. Like if people were really like, "Oh, I'm gonna vote for Kanye and write it in." Yep, splitting splitting the votes really a yeah. thing. Like if you if you have two, that that's the reason why they have one. Like more than one person can run as a Democrat. Yeah, you can have it. Yeah. You're just not gonna have the support maybe of the Democratic Party. You get that. You get that money. The, the reason the other person, the reason the other candidates drop out and lend their support to the other person is so that everybody that would have voted for them 
can they say, hey, I am endorsing this other candidate. This is who you should vote yeah. for. The reason they do that is because otherwise people will just write in whoever they want. Or if that other person is still on the ballot, they'll put that person on the ballot and you'll have splitting of the vote. Yeah. Um, so the same thing could, ha- let's say Kanye did show up on a ballot. How many people, you know, possibly young black people or even just young people in general who, you know, want to be funny or like hip hop or something like that would vote for him and take away votes from Biden. Yeah. Who that those votes that they take away could lead to another Trump victory. Now, I don't think this is a conspiracy. I don't think um, <laughs> I don't think Kanye's doing it to help Trump win. Not, and I don't think Trump was like, oh, I need Kanye to help me win no. because he just won an election before. He doesn't need Kanye to do it. Um, but Kanye's been saying this for a while. Uh, he's been saying that he was going to run all this time. I just think just of the recent interviews that I've seen from Kanye, it looks like he's having an episode right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying he's crazy, but every once in a while, Kanye has those episodes where he feels... No, that, that story came embol- out today. Em- emboldened... What? That story came out today that he's having a uh, bipolar episode. Oh, I didn't see that. Dang, but look at you. We have seen... We have- we have seen that that Kanye occasionally goes on these these rants or these episodes where he feels like he needs to to like I think he said that he had been in meetings with I'm not sure with executives and they would make fun of him until he cried. What? Everybody knows that didn't happen. Like no one's like bullying Kanye or anything like that. But I just think he's he's having an episode. He's have, having one of those those moments that he he occasionally has where he just, he just starts doing things and talking a whole yeah. lot and i think that this is just collateral from that and, and it, I, I and it is like i said the report came out today that his family is like kind of worried about him right now because he is having one of those episodes so where else are you yep. going to get this type of content other so than Kim, the imperfect so voices Kim basically podcast raising five whole kids by herself yeah <laughs> Poor baby. Sister don't even look like her sister. Other sister won't pay the workers. <laughs> hey, bro. That Kylie stuff is funny because I just told them right back. Like, bro, your phone says Twitter for iPhone. The people that make that phone that you t- uh, type and all that stuff about Kylie on ain't getting treated no better. True that. True that. Yep. That Nike you wear, why you, why you uh, tweet about Kylie? And them workers ain't getting treated now better. This is what it is. We we only like rich people when they're entertaining us. Otherwise, we don't like them. No, no, no. <laughs> Did you see the that she? Um, they said they bullied her into promoting that dress that she wore. Right. Which which was funny that they said that because like, dang, I don't want to defend Kylie this much, but at the same time, bro, her she makes a lot of money off of her ad stuff. So yeah. you ain't getting yeah. you ain't getting no stuff for free. It's in the words of Pimpsey, uh, this this is this ain't freestyle. This is pay style. That's what uh, that's mm-hmm. what somebody said. They were like, "Dang, y'all bullied her into giving away a million dollar ad." Yeah, okay. exactly, bro. I, I I understood why she didn't promote it, bro. She gets paid serious yeah. money. She when she gets pay, posted on Instagram, that is not her doing it personally. Yeah, there's someone directing that post. There's someone typing that post. There's someone fixing that post. And sending it, and she is getting the bag for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But dang, I don't want to. I don't want to uh, 
I don't want to. But uh, isn't most of what she wears designer, anyways? Yeah. Yeah. So this one, so she's not wearing. She's actually wearing a a local designer, right? Or yeah. you know, someone that that isn't as big, and you wear their clothing. I mean, I, I think it's. I think it's right to promote if you're just. I mean, if they're up and it's coming, like you, and you know that. Yeah, you like yeah. It I think. To buy it. I'm not. I'm not mad at her for. Now maybe she didn't know before, and they were like, "Oh, you know, it was just a gift to me, and I didn't realize who made it, so I wanted to shout them out." Yeah. You know, that's fine. But I mean, as long as she does it. Yeah. Back to uh, the votes and stuff. I was definitely agreeing with you about like. They people are trying to say they trying to take votes away uh, from Biden for Trump, but bruh, didn't Hillary Clinton not have more votes for herself last election? And who ended up being the president? True. But she didn't win. She didn't win the one that matters, right? She won the popular one. She won the popular vote, but she didn't win the electoral college. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, I wasn't taking this serious as soon as I saw it, but as soon as, but when I seen everybody else trying to take it serious, that's when I had to troll them and try to act like this is real. At the, at the same time, it can't be, you know, it can't be Biden losing, you know, ten million votes to Kanye. Yeah, you know, no, maybe a hundred. No, I mean, what I'm saying, not... what I'm, what I'm saying is. If if that happened, yeah, right, that'd be a problem. It would. You know, be. it's not going to come down to electoral college because, as far as the electoral college goes, none of that's going Kanye's way. That's going to be all bipartisan. Yeah. But at the same time, <clears throat> if it the popular vote matters up to a certain point, um, when it comes to the race, I would I would feel more of a way if I felt if this was Bernie Sanders, I would a thousand percent be agreeing with y'all. Be like, yeah, don't vote for Kanye. Y'all gonna split the votes. Y'all gonna mess it up. But bro, this is Joe freaking Biden. Yeah, this but the same, what, are, what else? This is the what same. I think that's more likely. We don't have any options. But bro, this is the same clown that just said shoot people below the waist a couple months ago. He cr- he passed the the biggest crime bill of all time. To out- that's why it's more likely for people to vote for Kanye, because Joe Biden really is not that popular. Now, if you're talking about like like you said, um, if you're talking about what's his name? What did you say? Uh, Joe Biden. I'm blanking. Oh, Bernie Sanders. If you're talking about Bernie Sanders, you, you might it might be a little further because Bernie's a little more popular, so people might not take Kanye as serious. But because Biden isn't as popular, you may have people that are like, you know what? Not really too much of a fan of either of them. Let's go ahead and throw a Kanye vote. Yeah, in. because they mm-hmm. think you it's going to change and something. An, yeah. So it's not. I don't know. It's man. not like I, I want to vote for Trump either. I'm definitely no, not going to vote that. for Trump, but I'm but, definitely vote. I'm definitely voting for Biden. But Biden is easily taking votes away from himself. <laughs> he does not need Kanye no, right. at all. Oh yeah, you're right. But we got to get Trump out of office. Yeah. Like personal opinion. I mean, I'm definitely going to take the L. I don't. And I don't vote Biden as well. I mean, we don't. No, it's I, not, and I'm not going to be ashamed of it because we, we just got to get choice. Trump out. If we had choices, it'd be different, but. Yeah. Well, we had choices before, and Biden, and Biden won. So, I, at this point, like, 
it's it's really just anti-Trump. I don't care really who's there at this point. They can't be this bad. I don't. They can't be this divisive. They can't be this uh, inept. They can't be this. I mean, un- I'm just convinced that Trump is really, he just for the old position. and senile. Like he really don't be knowing what he's nope. doing. I'm, 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 I used to think that, but I'm done with giving him that excuse. He, this guy is smart. He's strategic. He knows exactly what he's doing. Why does he keep playing to the exact same base? He, he knows what to say yeah, to get people riled up and get, get people fired up. Yeah. And that's why people are going to come out and vote for him again, because he knows what he's doing. I'm not going to give him that before. A, a while before I gave him that. No, this guy is a marketing genius. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. This guy knows exactly what he's doing. Um, if he was a, if Hillary Clinton wasn't running, he would have probably ran Democrat and probably swamped them on that too. Like this guy knows exactly what he's doing to keep himself in power. He keeps the attention on him, similar to Jerry Jones and the and the Cowboys. He he knows exactly what he's doing down to a T, and it's working and has worked up until this point. Yeah. And if we don't make sure that we get him out, it will work again. Yeah, that's true. Because how has he kept everything this year that was not supposed to be political about him and rallying his base and almost everything has become a political point that wasn't supposed to be political? Bro, he, right? he turned opening schools into a political subject, bro. Everything has become political. This guy has uh, – he's good and bad at the same time. Yeah. That. Like, he, this is a guy you, you definitely want marketing your business – you don't want him running your country. <laughs> He's a great. He does a great job at being terrible. You spin facts. Oh yeah. Spin facts. <laughs> it's definitely about to, about to be about mi gente, my Mexican people, trying to get butt hurt and trying to uh, use your racial undertones against black people in this time because of all, all the situations going on, starting with Vanessa Gann and the Paleta people and the different elderly people that have been getting beat on possibly by black people or other people, other racists. Trump, y'all, y'all really using this as an excuse to get your racism off and y'all need to cut it out. Just because yeah. we out here chanting Black Lives Matter doesn't mean your life doesn't matter. Y'all yeah. trying to be, y'all trying to, uh, y'all trying to start something y'all really don't want to. Um, y'all turn into the, y'all turn well, I mean, into the white people that y'all swear y'all don't like. Yeah, I mean it's it's not a it's not a battle. It's not black versus brown, but I, I think I, I've seen a few people, um, some people that I, I am associated with or and know, they they've gotten offended about it. Like with, with what happened with Vanessa again, they were like, "Why aren't y'all riding as hard for Vanessa again as y'all did for George Floyd?" And I'm like, that immediately that rhetoric turns it into a competition. Yeah. Yep. You know, it, it's and it's not about that. I mean, both of them were were tragic incidents, um, but you're looking at one at the hand of uh, a police officer, which we've seen multiple times, which caused a, an overflow of emotion for people. And you're talking about another one, which was a tragic, really unheard of situation that right, I never heard right. of before. You know, something happening on an army base, and you know, um, you know, being covered up and you know you, you just have something that's not happened before it just becomes another tragedy uh, now I definitely think that all of us should be able to identify with the Vanessa I mean we all have you know know somebody that's that's been in the military or served we all have mothers we all have sisters we all have daughters 
Um, we're all Americans. Um, some of us are, are Mexican Americans. Um, some of us are females. You know, we should be able to find something that identifies with what happened with Vanessa and be able to demand justice for her as well. Um, but to say that pe- if people aren't riding for Vanessa as hard as they were for George Floyd, that that's a problem. Now you're, you're talking about a competition where, you know, some people may identify with, with what happened to George and be able, you know, that resonates with them a little bit more. And some people look at what happened with Vanessa and that, that resonates with them on another level. I think we should be able to ride for both of them and not be a competition. Yeah. But I've been seeing a lot of just talk that makes it seem like it's, it's us versus yeah. them. And that's what and they want. That's not what we yeah, need right that's now. That's what they want. They want us mm-hmm. to be worried about each other. If y'all really worry about Vanessa, like y'all say y'all are, Stop trying to use this to get your little racial undertones off about black people. Do not. It's not that time for that yeah. at all. I've seen, I've seen quite exactly. a bit of Last that. Season, people let some racial, some Mexican people let some racial things fly, and then later on they were like, "Oh, I didn't mean that. I was just upset." And I was like, "No, you you let what really what you really felt come out, slip out. You let your you let your racism show it's a little the same bit." Thing. Whenever this all first started, I I remember uh, retweeting something that was like. All, to all my Mexican brothers and sisters, I see y'all staying quiet, and it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I I know I I follow a bunch of people on Instagram and Facebook and da 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 da, and they weren't being vocal. You know what I'm saying? They wasn't saying nothing they, about George Floyd. They wasn't saying nothing about Breonna Taylor. Yeah, they weren't saying nothing about Elijah. They wasn't saying none of that. But as soon as this pops out, they want to be like, "Oh, what about Mexican people? Oh, what about us? Oh, don't forget about us." But I was shut say- up. I was going to say to what Jordan said is that, you know, even though this is unheard of, just that's not to say and negate the fact that it probably happened. It does happen. Sexual assault does happen. And we're just yeah. not hearing about it. Hopefully, hopefully this is bringing attention to it. I, because... I mean, I've definitely seen from people that I know and people that I don't know stories of them dealing with sexual assault in the army. Now yeah. that this came out, now, you know, it's given women and even men the strength to talk about it you know yeah i mean she lost her whole life over this she lost she lost her whole life over this bro it should never happen especially to one of our army soldiers and then to all the other people that are like blue lives matter and upset about kaepernick saying he was disrespecting the flag disrespecting the army y'all real quiet right now as well too yep where y'all at y'all make some noise for y'all military last i think last week or I think it was right around 4th of July, I had a table come in and the girl was from Fort Hood and I wanted to say something so bad, but I was like, Jay, don't lose your job. Mm. Yeah. It's a, if you think, you know, like some of these country clubs or if you think the police is a good old boys club, I mean, the army is, you know, that's the origins of don't ask oneself. That's, that's, that's the, you know, it's you fall in line Everybody has somebody that they answer yep. to. Like, you know, you can basically be dishonorably discharged, you know, for rubbing somebody the wrong way. So what you're talking about is that's the kind of the ultimate storm of things happening and getting swept under the rug or, you know, people not being bold to to report some things. And even if they do report it, it you know, things, right. I had read a story, and it may have been you that, that posted it, Mish, um, about uh, this girl that was sharing her story about 
um, being sexually assaulted and her reporting it. And then she got um, transitioned to a, another post the, the very oh, yeah. next day, you know, and that really and, took care of the problem, you know, they and and they they sent one other person with her sure uh, to make sure she didn't yep. talk, you know, and so. And it's scary, but it really is. Yeah, it's scary, absolutely. and that that is a good segue to the the talk. You know that I was read. I was actually I retweeted it the other day. I don't know if y'all saw it about how the the army and the navy and all those people they recruit they they recruit in low income neighborhoods. Yeah, where kids don't have a lot of options, where they can't pay for college, they can't afford college. And the army they make the army and the navy seem like such a good like the jackpot like you can you know you're gonna get paid all this money you can go to school for free da, 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 and it draws them in and then stuff like this happens like yep and then where are you supposed to go exactly. after that you know like you can't some some people may be willing to um let something like that slide even though it you know they were assaulted or or you know treated terribly because they may not have any other any, any other options they put all their eggs in this basket and you know, also you're signing a contract. It's not like one of these other jobs where you can just quit. No, you you can't <laughs> yeah. just quit. Like you you you're signing a contract that you're going to serve, and you can be um, court-martialed. Like you can you can go to jail for for bailing. You know, and it's not like they give them a lot of contact, um, at least starting off with the outside world with talking to other yep. people. So there's just so many that just like I said is the the perfect storm for a lot of yeah bad things to happen. And- and I mean, we already know that the whole system's a joke, but you know, um, it's the same thing with the Blue Lives Matter people who are like, oh, you know, support our troops, don't disrespect our troops. But the like a majority of the homeless population is veterans who didn't yeah. have the proper mm-hmm. care, who didn't yep. have insurance when they got back, who, you know what I'm saying, they get back from war, they're messed up, no one, there's no uh, needs for them, there's no way for them to get help. And they and they hate uh, a holiday like Fourth of July because they live with the worst case of P- mm-hmm. PTSD for the rest of their life because yep. all the stuff they had to go through. Yep. Yep. It's I, I brought this up to my to my stepmom. We had a really good conversation and and really um, after talking to me and um, a lot of other people in my family, um, she kind of changed changed her view a little bit. But she mentioned that she thought. That no matter what, because um, my two stepbrothers are in the army, or one is one has served and one is serving right. now. Um, she said, no matter what you say, I will I will never support anyone that that kneels for the flag. And you know, I was letting her know, hey, it's not about that. It's like, hey, you know, I you know support you know my brothers. You know, I love my brothers. I, I appreciate everything that they do. Um, and have done, um, but the flag doesn't represent them all the time, yeah. you know, yeah, as, as his, you know, they're Mexican, and I'm like, if the flag's not representing them, I can still represent my brothers without necessarily feeling like the flag has lived up to the ideals, and the flag is just a symbol. Like, the flag isn't, you know, I'm not spitting on them by kneeling for the flag, and the fla- and kneeling for the flag, in general, it was supposed to be, you know, of a peaceful and supportive of the country and trying to hold the country up to the ideals that it's supposed to represent. And so I'm like, just because, you know, I can agree um, with the stance of some of the people that are kneeling for the flag doesn't 
mean I'm spitting on military members, yeah. but I feel like what has been indoctrined in, you know, a lot of people that call themselves patriots or even some of the military people as the flag is sacred and the flag is, you know, it, it's the ultimate symbol and, and, and such like that. They're taught to almost worship the flag. Yeah. Um, similar to, you know, how a lot of people feel about the cross um, in Christianity. It's like, you know, hey, if, if you, you know, disrespect the cross, you're, you're di- disrespecting, you know, you know, everybody, you know, who's been martyred or anything like that. But it's like when when it's obviously not somebody burning it, it's not somebody spitting on it. It's somebody saying, hey, I'm peacefully kneeling before the flag that I I'm so grateful to live in a country um, and this is the symbol for to to hold it to its own standards so that you know because we should be better than this right and and just to remind everybody if you're upset about Colin Kaepernick nailing for the flag just remember that a marine because when it started he was actually sitting down during the national anthem and then he switched to a knee mm-hmm. because a Marine told him it would be the most respectful thing to do. So if you have a problem with Colin Kaepernick kneeling, then you have a problem with the Marine. And if you have yeah. problems with the Marine, and then as, you don't support our military. And as we've we've brought up many, many times, it's it's not about even that. No. When people don't want to listen to the message, they don't care how you 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 articulate yeah, you do it. In the most right? respectful and so way, this, they don't want to hear it. So this was something that was, and I'm not even going to say people didn't care about it, but it was uncomfortable for people. And so when, when people are made uncomfortable, which it seems like a lot of Karens these days are being inconvenienced or feeling uncomfortable, um, they lash out um, rather than actually, actually listening. Like skin people too. They are here trying to get their little racial undertones off. But like my boy Montana said, for blood in, blood out. Mexican killing Mexicans is what they want. Mexicans killing black people is what they want. That's how they control us. Yep. So stop. Cut um, the bull, bro. Cut the bull. Check yourself. Jordan, Get yourself right. Uh, you said you were talking to your stepmother. That's who you're talking to. Yeah. I um I didn't have a full conversation. I was just you know being a troll on Facebook. That's what I do. And um, you know this guy. I was like. He was like, oh, you're trying to separate yourself and y'all are trying to cause division. And I was like, yeah, we are trying to separate ourselves from the flag because, you know, this and this and this. And he was like, I think you're confusing it with the Confederate flag. And I was like, no, sir, there's, you know, and I did the whole spiel. I was like, there's kids in cages right now. There's um, women being sexually assaulted on our own basis. I'm like, we are we are purposely separating ourselves from what the flag, that flag represents. And it's not, and it, you can choose to take it personal if you want. And if you're but, taking it personal, then you probably. There's not a problem on the right, with right you. Side. But yeah, because like, yeah, exactly. it's supposed to be justice for all, and there is justice for not everybody. Yeah, at all. exactly. It ain't for women in the military base, it ain't for black citizens going to take a jog. An apparent uh, $20 I... bill that was forged. Sleeping in your own room. I had a, I had a um, conversation with somebody on Twitter. I don't know if y'all saw it, uh, but it was basically this white guy, and um, I don't know if y'all y'all heard, but Dabo Sweeney, the head coach of the Clemson football team, had basically posted 
uh, a while back, or he he had not posted, but it was an interview that From he had, and he was saying right. some people, some some people just need to move out of this country. Um, you know, Martin Luther King had a dream, mm-hmm. you know, and you know his dream, you know, was to you know live in a society like this. You know, he said, I, I know biracial couples, you know, that was only a dream for Martin Luther King. And, you know, I go to a church that's biracial. That was only a dream for Martin Luther King. And this gentleman was like, I didn't hear anything wrong that he said. And I said, there was nothing necessarily wrong with what he said. But um, by saying you need to move out of the country if you're not grateful for this is saying that there's not work to do yeah. and that we should be complacent yeah, where we're yeah. at. But. Also, with what that gentleman was saying, he makes a good point that we do need to also, honestly, I don't see a problem with us celebrating even the 4th of July and some of these other patriotic, um, you know, holidays, because at the same time, this is a country where we can express ourselves and be be happy with, with the progress that we've already yeah. made. Because if we don't at some point take a breath, and just cherish, you know, the the progress that we've made at some point, it's going to feel like we're in a never-ending uphill yeah. battle. Um, and so that's something that recently I've been thinking about. It's like, man, when are we going to stop and take a breath of, like, man, we've done so much so far. We have a long way to go. But, man, this is it's good to live in a country to where we're able to fight this fight and not be sh- um, completely shut up where we don't have a voice at yeah. all. And so that was just something that I got out of that conversation with that that guy. He's like, he was saying that it looks like, and he didn't say this outwardly, but it it looks like black people were just talking about how bad things are always rather than, um, you know, saying, you know, Hey, we've come a long way. And I, I just, I definitely think that at some point, all of us, you know, of every single community, uh, and sometimes you just need one day. Maybe there is a new holiday that comes mm-hmm. up or we just, you know, take take the opportunity because what happens? What Thanksgiving is supposed to be about that. Right. But we make something wrong with Thanksgiving. Like, we're not, I'm not going to celebrate Thanksgiving. That was all about genocide. Yeah. You know, Fourth of July. We're like, no, that, that wasn't meant for us. You know, like it, it was good for Juneteenth. Um, you know, the people that um, observed the holiday and celebrated that. But honestly, that was a celebration more for, you know, you know, the ending of slavery and for black people, really. Um, I think there should be something for all of all Americans really to just, you know, sit down and, and just be thankful for where we've come and where well, we, we still have to yeah. go. Yeah. I agree. And I think, I mean, you're, you're kind of addressing it big picture, which is, is very important. And I feel like that kind of goes to show like, I kind of, I said this before a couple of times, I think on Facebook and Instagram, like we all have, we all have a voice, you know what I'm saying? And so if you, if you feel that way, like if you feel negatively and you're constantly posting negative things then okay, that's how you feel. But if you feel positively and you're throwing some positive stuff in there you have that right as well. And, um, Mm -hmm. and that's why I've, I've liked seeing, and I, I myself try to post like, little victories that we've had with this whole movement or like I I think today I posted um some black history or whatever just because you don't want it to be a constant stream of negative posts and hateful videos and 
you know, another person this and another yeah. person that because it is it's a lot to, for that to be constantly being seen. Yeah. And I've and I've had you know my Twitter followers be like, "Can you please stop posting these violent videos?" Because you know, even Twitter has gotten really uh, desensitized to it. The stuff that pe- the stuff that yeah. people retweet and, tw- and post, like I don't watch the videos anymore because you never know what's going to happen. People just tweet. Whatever. Yeah, like like that lynching video. I didn't even click on that one. I was like, yeah, yeah no, no thanks. But <laughs> I, I just believe think you're right, Jordan. I think it's important to to take a take time out and be thankful for what we have personally and what we have nationally. Because you're right, in other countries, people get killed for a lot less. Oh man, there's there's definitely worse countries that could land in, but yeah. there's not. It still don't change the fact that this one can improve as well, and it don't even oh. take that much. It oh, yeah. doesn't even take that much. Isn't... Yeah, well, it, it it may not take a take much, but we we do know that it's an uphill battle because, I mean, with without going all in depth with white supremacy, we know that the the powers that be don't necessarily, you know, want to give up power. Right, right, right. And so, um, you know, it, it's it's a fight, and I think we we've made a lot of progress, and we we're we're still going to continue to progress. Um, but when something I, I like something as simple as a celebration, you know, I, I just, I don't think there's anything wrong with us doing that. Now I did not partake in 4th of July this year, but because it's not exactly a holiday I go out of my way for. At um, <laughs> but at, thi- at this rate, I mean, what happens when Christmas rolls around? Then, then we're going to be having the battle of, you know, <laughs> like, Christmas. right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Or what? What color was Jesus? Yeah. Like, oh no, don't support this place. They yeah. had a white Jesus up in the front. It's like, Bro, oh god, like I promise you, you're. We gotta have something we can you celebrate. We're going to be having this conversation on the no, podcast. No, we are. Hey, he he, he hit that Kanye thing on the head, so I'm pretty sure he's gonna hit this thing on the head as well. <laughs> I'm telling y'all. We're gonna be doing the same thing at Christmas. It's gonna be the best, it. especially if we're still, especially if we're still locked down or quarantine, semi quarantine. I saw a video of a dude uh, today, well, uh, the other day, and he he was arguing with his family. And I think it was on Fourth of July. He was like, "You know what? Fourth of July canceled, Thanksgiving canceled, Christmas canceled. We ain't gonna do nothing for the rest of the year." <laughs> Jim, take Christmas from family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everything canceled for the rest of the year, bro. And I saw one that was like on New Year's. Did you see the New Year's joke one today? Nuh-uh. It was like on New Year's instead of everybody saying Happy New Year's, say Jumanji so we can get out of this hellhole. On New Year's, we can be like, what? we gonna just skip 2020. Hey, bro. Real quick, I'm going to say goodbye 2019 and all my posts. Real quick. Goodbye 2019. Just act like it didn't happen. (laughs) I want to send an apology to January, February, and the first week of March. Oh, man. (laughs) For not appreciating you the way I I took you for granted. I took you for granted. I'm so took, sorry. First three months. So, uh, oh, I took you so much for granted. And I How naive we were. Huh? I said how naive we were. Oh man, we were so naive, yep. bro. I apologize. Man. I'm I'm glad I went on that Mexico trip in uh in March, real, man. Though. 
I'd be. And that was my last little bit of you, goodness. For the and then, year, like, but. everybody, like, two weeks after that, all came back with the Rona from the Mesco trip. <laughs> Man. It, it was it wasn't it was kind of just on the brink at that that moment and ever since it's been up you missed that lady run about two weeks yep you're right because like right after that they were like anybody that goes out of the country has to like quarantine for two weeks quarantine for like two weeks and I was like whoo missed that thank God I know uh, Kanye was talking about it in his interview talking about he thinks he had Corona in February and you know I'm a part of the I had Corona early too. Uh, yeah. Party. I feel like I had it in December. So like that's crazy, bro. Like just stories keep on coming out that people. Yeah, think they my had coworker. Wrong. My coworker was saying the same thing. Um, I don't remember when she said when she said she thought she had it, but she was out for like two weeks. Yeah. And another one of my coworkers was out for like two and a half weeks. Crazy. Hmm. Yeah, bro. Like people, second wave, second wave, bro. This is like the fourth or fifth. It's yeah. gotta be. It's gotta be. <laughs> so Deshaun Jackson, he uh, hit up a man. Let me look up the post real quick. Let, let him know. Let him know who Deshaun Jackson is for for those that don't know. Deshaun Jackson, uh, All Pro wide receiver from the Philadelphia Eagles. Now he's actually back with them. He left, yep. but uh, he sent a post on Instagram passage saying Hitler said because the white Jews know that the Negroes are the real children of Israel to keep America a secret the Jews will blackmail America they will extort America their plan for world domination won't work if the Negroes know who they are the white citizens of America will be terrified to know that all this time they've been mistreating and discriminating and lynching the children of Israel and some more stuff but basically, a very anti-Semitic um, picture. And it is a real yeah. slippery slope because a couple years ago, Riley Cooper, that was also a uh, player on the Eagles, said, use the N-word to a group of black people at a country concert. All right. I think, he was caught on video. Um, and, it's, the, it's... and the owner is a Jew. So he's really between a rock and a hard place here. I think it's fair to bring that up, mm-hmm. um, but I don't want to overshadow what he said. Right. Um, because although I, I believe he was trying to basically, he was try, trying to say that, or what later on when he, during his apology, he was trying to, you know, basically he was trying to talk to his people. He's trying to talk to black people, let it, let us know that we are chosen and we are a great people. We'll come out of this. We'll, we'll be okay. Um, but there was a lot of anti-Semitism in that. Mm-hmm. And um, one, I'm pretty sure it, it started off with Hitler said. Yeah. Um, it was proven false that Hitler actually didn't say that. But anytime you start with a quote that may have come from Hitler, yeah, you may just want yeah, to stop. Yeah. So I ain't saving no Hitler quotes in my photo roll at all. Bro, like <laughs> you you don't even want to go there. Because anything that comes after that, especially if it's talking about Jewish people, come on. So but um just kind of to briefly you know, Lewis 
um, the Honorable Louis Farrakhan. He's um, one of the ministers of the Nation of Islam. And although he, a lot of what he says is pro-Black and building up the Black community, he is also known for um, some of his remarks that have been seen as anti-Semitic and in which he, you know, even in in this quote, which has been co-signed by him and, and some other people of, you know, once the, you know, basically I, kind of what that, that quote is, is referring to is that um, white Jews are trying to take over the world and they're trying to keep Americans in the dark as to the true identity of black people uh, being the real children of Israel. Because once they figure that out, then they'll realize they've been mistreating God's chosen people and, you know, you know, everything's just going to be flipped. Um, Most of that is not true. Um, But just to to kind of just talk about that, um, I I think sometimes just where we come from, you know, being growing up in Waco, Texas, where where we don't necessarily encounter as many Jewish people, we forget that that is an oppressed group Mm -hmm. as well. Um, And especially up north, like in, in some of those places like Philadelphia and New York and and, and and some of those other yeah. states, um, there there is still a lot of um, racism um, that th- that group of people um, still experiences, um, as well as the Holocaust, where eight million um, Jews were killed. <laughs> so um, we're talking about a, a huge history, and it's it's not a contest. Suffering, of, you know. Who, who's yeah. suffered like we were talking about earlier. Um, but if we're talking about if we're if we're talking about you know a couple of groups that have suffered um you know jewish people have have suffered just as much um you know worldwide um as african americans have in this country um so i think before we go into the riley cooper thing i think we should just touch on what um deshaun jackson said what stephen jackson said how that was wrong for them to say that and to co-sign something like that for the Jewish community before we get into talking about um, the Philadelphia Eagles and their possible um, uh, just possible two-sidedness um, you know and hypocritical nature that they could have towards Deshaun Jackson and Riley Cooper so yeah I mean uh, um but exactly, uh, which part? Stephen Jackson? You want to go ahead and hit him with the Stephen Jackson part? Yeah, so Stephen Jackson's also, uh, he's a former NBA yeah. player. And he's, you know, pretty popular. He's on the All the Smoke podcast um, that he co-hosts with Matt Barnes, which is a great podcast if you haven't checked that out. Um, but Stephen Jackson has kind of rose to uh, – political or not political, but kind of activist status um, recently, given that he was actually a close friend to George Floyd. And so he's been speaking out uh, recently uh, in in regards to what happened to him and um, kind of racial injustice in this country. And for him to co he he actually co-signed in a, in a way what Deshaun Jackson said and what he did was for the most part pretty sure he said he's not wrong I don't think he 
necessarily said all of it was true. He just said he's not wrong. And for the most part, co-signed him. Uh, even after Deshaun Jackson said his apology, he then went on to Don um, on CNN with Don Lemon and was asked to kind of further explain what he meant on his mm-hmm. side and was didn't really do a good job of that. He was very sporadic. He, he didn't kind of denounce the 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 anti-Semitism all that well. It, it sounded a lot like when white people say, I have black <laughs> friends, so I can't be right. racist. You know, even though they may have said something racist. Obviously, Deshaun Jackson said something that, for the most part, I mean, Jews are a race of people, um, not just a religion. And so it was something that was for the most part, racist. And, you know, for you, for Steven Jackson to say, I don't have any hate in my heart, the Jewish friends that I have, no, I don't have any hate in my heart and all this, you know, stuff like that. It, it, it came across like, you know, I'm not like that. Um, and the people that know me know what I'm about rather than really apologizing for what was said and acknowledging how hateful the, the rhetoric is and how it can really take away from what he's trying to do as far as um, black equality. Um, because if, if people are able to, to draw a line in the sand and say, all right, you, you're supposed to stand for equality for all, but you're, you're saying anti-Semitic things on the other side or co-signing someone that said something that was anti-Semitic, that's, that's pretty hip. Right. Yeah. I mean, he, he was like, you like you said, he's been on the forefront of activism since the George Floyd situations. He was best friends with them, childhood friends with them in Houston. And uh, like I said, he was wrong, but people are definitely using this as an opportunity to attack him. Like I said, they he gave them a foot and they're just taking a yard with it. So they, they definitely are going to be on this case because this is uh, – he let up a little opportunity. He slipped up. He spoke on something he probably shouldn't have or agreed with something he probably shouldn't have. And now, and now he's just not had to face it. Yeah, and there's there's nothing wrong with slipping up or you know maybe saying something that you didn't mean. But then you have to be completely contrite. You have to, you know, apologize. You have to, you know, everything that you see. All you know, what did we see Drew Brees doing, and all these these other people <laughs> that were caught saying something that was at the very least insensitive. Right. Um. You got to go through the the whole thing. Hey, this is not what I meant. You know, I, I love my Jewish brothers and sisters. We're all fighting for the same thing. You know, you, you just have to apologize for what you said. Instead, it seems like Deshaun Jackson and, and Steven Jackson are saying, that's not what I yeah, meant. Exactly. You know, when that's not what I meant never comes across as an apology. Uh-huh. You know, you have to apologize for what you said, yeah. you know, because what, what what we read from Deshaun Jackson's post sounded pretty blatant <laughs> that it was against Jewish Very anti-anti. So it was very, very anti-Semitic. So you, you can't tell us what we didn't read. Now, maybe you interpreted that a little bit differently, but you used the form of, of Instagram to relay this message, mm-hmm. you know, knowing that it, it's tough to have a follow-up conversation beyond that. And so you have to accept, hey, I, what I was trying to say was this. I did not say that. It did not come across that way. 
I apologize. I shouldn't have said that. I probably should have said it in my own words rather than trying to quote someone even and you know just you have to just apologize 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 hello yeah sorry am i still in sorry um sometimes sometimes it's even better to not like like really try to explain yourself at all because once you're caught with your foot in your mouth like that it, it it rarely comes across the way it needs to yeah true right and then every time you do, if you apologize and you're not just 100% apologizing, you feel yeah. like, it sounds like you're trying to defend yourself. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hey, man, like I said, he, he's been speaking every day since the George Floyd situation. Right. So, I mean, he he was bound to say something dumb or say something stupid or mess up. And this was definitely it. And, like, just but don't, I, let's I just not don't, take it. I just don't think this no, has anything to do with that. I feel like this is a it's, side thing that's that's going to allow people to be distracted. Um, because yeah, really, if, his efforts. If he would have left, efforts. if he would have left himself out, exactly. But if he would have left himself out of that, he doesn't may not know all that much about. And I mean, the person that posted it is apologizing and denouncing right. it. So for you to co-sign something that someone who posted is denouncing, it's putting you in the spotlight. Yeah. You know, and really taken away from what he's he's been doing a great job of advocating for. Because we haven't mentioned him on the podcast yeah, until now, right? Right. So you're, you're talking about a lot of yeah, people that are going to be talking about him for the first time. Oh yeah, exactly. So I love what is it they say a lie a lie will will go around the world before the tube can tie his shoes. Ooh, I haven't heard that <laughs> yeah, bro, <laughs> it's it's true, bro. It's true, yeah. but. Um, to kind of tie in the Riley Cooper thing, what Jay was alluding to is that, you know, uh, the Eagles haven't all been that great to Deshaun Jackson, you know, kind of, you know, releasing him back when he was really actually good with the franchise and sending him to a, a rival, sending him to the Washington franchise, um, you know, after, you know, some things with him went down, but they extended Riley Cooper and gave him even longer contract and kept him on the team despite him saying the N-word, you know. On camera and to play so what Jay is saying, at a country concert. <laughs> right, right, exactly. I think the difference is, um, like I said, Riley Cooper did all the – he checked all the boxes afterwards. He he did all the I'm sorry. And he know, had Vic in know, his corner as well. Apologize. Vic was in his corner. Apologized to his team. Advocating for him. Apologized to his team. You know, he did a lot of the things at least, you know, from the outside looking in and be like, all right, well, at least he's, you know, okay. said he apologized to his team, did written apologies, video apologies. You know, the, if you say the N-word, we know that's what yeah. you meant. So you can't say that's <laughs> yeah, not what exactly. I meant. But, you know, at the same time, we have to allow people to grow. We have to, you know, once you, you tear them down, you got to allow, allow them to get back up. And if people do what it takes to, you know, at least allow themselves for a second chance, then that's okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm willing to offer that same thing to Deshaun Jackson. Like, but like I said, you have to completely apologize for it. You can't keep trying to explain away your yeah. actions because if Riley Cooper was like, oh, well, I didn't mean to call him the N-word. You know, I, I just meant that the security guard was getting on my nerves and what pe- people would be like, no, there, there's no excuse for that. 
you know, and that's the same thing with this. And I think sometimes people don't necessarily have the same, um, same sympathy for the Jewish mm. community all the time because they're not as loud or as vocal yeah. as, let's say, the black community when someone says something racist. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, we got to keep the same energy um, because at the same time, they're in a press group as yeah. well. Um, and, and they deserve they deserve it just as much as anyone else. If someone says something anti-black, best believe we, we'd be in the streets. Like, we, we'd for real, like, we'd be calling for them to be fired we we'd be we do call for them to be you know, fired we do call their jobs right them fired. i mean we get them fired for just you know questioning somebody for being in their neighborhood hey, so bro. best believe hey bro so, so like, what do y'all think about that situation where the dude doesn't want to press charges against that karen in the park how 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 the one that, the one that which karen which dog? which one okay yeah yeah the one that said like he was harassing her and the dog he was hurting the dog and he caught it on camera, and he obviously wasn't doing none of that. And uh, he's refusing to press charges against her. He said he feels like she's already got her shame, and she's already been reap, reaped all of the consequences of it. Oh, I guess I, guess yeah. I can see that. No, nah, bro, I'm sorry, yeah, bro. I can, <laughs> I can see that too. I mean, the the only the reason I kind of feel about it is because she called the police on him and and basically on camera you know lied and said that he was assaulting her so that's where I'm I think she should be made an example of it and so that everybody knows hey you get caught lying you know saying that a black person did something to you just be be mindful of the consequences but at the same time we that lady got um, she definitely learned her she lesson. Lost her I don't job, think she would learn she her should've. lesson even. Yeah. No. Yeah, I, I'm not sure that you know. No, nah, bro. I'm sorry. That, it couldn't be me. You know how petty um, I am, bro. I'm but, throwing you up under. But that's the jail. just you. Yeah, you're you're super petty. So I already know you. Would oh, do that. bro. But I think I think sometimes if if we're going to take the law into our own hands and kind of get people the punishment before. Then on the back end, sometimes I mean, I mean, does that really help her learn more of a lesson? It, by it, it may her, not. Like it's, it, it's going to be a civil. It's, her, it's probably going to probably civil. make her more racist, if anything. Honestly, I don't probably. think it'll fix her because I mean, man, this this justice, bro, this justice, you know, this stuff ain't real, bro. So if anything, it probably will make her worse. I mean, I don't think it'd be criminal charges. It should be, be bro. Charges, you can't use I mean, the police as your bodyguard just because you don't like a because you're scared of a black person in public. No, I think it should be, but I just don't know if. I think it, I think they actually passed it. Would you want to go through all the Would you want to go through all the proceedings? Because he would have to get a lawyer as well. You're talking about like a whole court case, um, to to basically get somebody. You know what it's, is she gonna get? She's not gonna get. Easy, I don't think she get time it's too in jail. Easy of a case. Probation. It's too easy of a case. Yeah, I would. It's too. Easy. It's all on camera. I'm gonna call the police. I'm gonna call the police. Tell them you did something, and I know they're gonna do it because you're a black man and I'm a white woman. Yeah, bro. What, I mean, she's... it's it, it's wrong, but would you would you really want to go through the whole court proceeding? What, the court proceeding that you're probably over not. by now. You're, you're talking about the... you're talking about this happening. How long ago? Maybe a month, a maybe month two ago. ago. Not long at all. It was in the middle like of quarantine. Like you, you probably, you probably steamed about it already. 
you're cool now. You've seen that everybody's kind of jumped on her and everybody was on your side. Now do you really want to bring it all up again to press charges and have a whole case that you have to be present for? It's not like she just goes on, on trial for it. You're, you're the witness. You're the main person. You got to be in all those court cases. Those court hearings. Court too. part, of course. I don't know if I. I don't know if I want to do it. Uh, that's what I'm saying. It may. It may serve a bigger purpose, and it may be good to do it. I'm just not sure. If at that point, I'd want to. I'd be like, nah. I'm gonna go about to, my business. To you make your example out of whatever. her, yeah, I would. But of course, the court part would be terrible. No one likes the court part. The court part's so terrible. Mm-hmm. I, when they tried to get me on the jury uh, a couple months ago, like in February, bro, that was the worst day ever. That yep. was so terrible, bro. I was so, sitting there eight hours that's, shaking that's my probably, head, and that was it. I was uncomfortable in the corner, surrounded by a whole bunch of people. Well, that's probably what that dude was thinking. He's like, man, I do not want to go into a courtroom. <laughs> so he's like, you know what? Nah, we good. But, bro, when the evidence is, like, all laid out just so easily for him, it's a layup, bro. You ain't got to worry about yeah. nothing. Not annoying. Well, what would you but do, Mies? What would you press well, charges on her? Me? Yeah. I don't know. I I feel I feel like keep that same energy like you have in your Instagram post. Come on. You right. You right. But I, <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I can't understand. Me personally, maybe yes, I would because I serve on Karens all day, every day, and I'm ready to fight. So mm. I'm just looking for my opportunity. But Talk about I guess it. I can understand where he's coming from. I'm in the business of. By, by the way. Our... Are there are more Karens being made, or like you know, I feel like there's it's like a zombie apocalypse right now. With well, Karen. I saw, I, like, is this is this normal, or are we just recording I them saw, more? I like, don't. Know. I think they're getting recorded more. But like this one post said, <laughs> I, I retweeted. He was like, "This quarantine is showing that white people rather look like a fool than follow rules because yes, they I just all know. <laughs> yeah, they all know they're getting recorded." And they're still all out here acting like a fool because they had to wear and a mask. My, in my thinking, because my thinking is just the the timing of this this all is just getting them more on edge, and so they're they're lashing out a little bit more. Because I can't, I I just I don't know. Maybe because I haven't experienced it, I can't believe all these these Karens are really out here just. And it's not and what I'm saying. It's not even all just the racial stuff. It's like these these ladies that are like completely flipping out in grocery stores and because the they got to wear masks and people getting too no, close. No, was the one at Target? No, I didn't see it. what. What she, happened? This woman was in Target and she completely destroyed the mask display they had. Oh like yeah, I saw that they're one. They're selling masks that. at Target and she tore every one of those masks off the shelf. So she was standing in front of a masked little thing, bro, and like she was just like talking bad about them, like they were like real people, like yeah. the like the oh like the mask would fight back or something. Telling you what is going bro, on? They're, they're going feeling crazy. oppression, like a diet oppression for the first time yeah. ever, and they don't yeah. know what to do. They don't know how to handle it. They can't handle diet oppression. They're not used to following the rules. They're not used to being held accountable. Uh-uh. No. God. It's diet oppression, and they can't handle it. Mm. It's too spicy for them. Too yeah. hot. This, this apple juice well, is spicy. Does, yeah, exactly, bro. <laughs> does, that, does that mean white women are the most dangerous uh, beings out there right now? Yes, they are. Because they are they are willing to do anything right now. I wouldn't be surprised if they just 
went out there, you know, slinging knives because it was they like, it was like can't get their coffee. It was on like time that one comedian I saw, bro. It was like, bro, a white woman should be able to rob any black man in America. Uh-huh. All you had, he was like, he was like, basically, the woman goes up to the dude like, you give me that, or I'm gonna tell the cops that you touch me or you rape me. And, and you know it's it's gonna be a layup for him, bro. It, it, was, it was I'm I'm probably butchering well, now, the joke. Nowadays, but it was when you put the, so that no, nah, you <laughs> yeah. got the gist of it. But nowadays, with cameras and stuff, I mean, you're immediately gonna pull out your phone and call the so that ain't gonna <laughs> go too true. far. Um, but they yeah, were trying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it seems it seems like it's yeah. worth a shot. Maybe his maybe he left his phone at yeah, home. Yeah, exactly, bro. <laughs> Why not try to get a well, he left his. Now I'm going to tell him to take his phone he wherever left. he goes. If we're if we're good with all our topics, I'm going to dip out because I have frosting all over my hand. No, you can. You can. Of course you do. Of course you do, Mish, because you can't eat ice cream still <laughs> to this day. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> man, that's one thing. Man, that's one thing. I hope it never changes. I hope you know. Misha always continues to get ice cream my on her shirt. My sister was literally on my so. ass yesterday because I was having dinner at her house. And I almost made it through the whole meal, and then my white shirt got dirty. <laughs> why, why would you still own a white shirt? Me. I, I'm actually wearing a white shirt right now as I bake these cupcakes. Well, you know why? Because my mom that, is an expert at getting stains out. So I just give her my whites, and she picks it up real good. Death, taxes, and Misha yeah. making a mess. That's, that's that, folks. <laughs> And this has been your boy Jay, been your boy Meech. I mean, your girl Meech, my bad. Ooh. Your boy, your boy Jordan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jordan, another episode of Imperfect Voices. God bless. Bye, y'all. Peace out. God bless. Peace. All right. Let's see if it works. Meech. Meech. What up? Jordan. What up? We need to start making the plans right now to go to to go to Canada and take care of Mr. Toy Lanes that wants to shoot our Texas queen. I know. I don't know. Do you believe it? Like, it's got to be. I mean, it's it came from LAPD. I thought I thought it was a Megan. Megan got shot in the foot twice. You know we, you know we Selena fans, so we this is this hits the heart. This this uh, this ain't no play around stuff, bro. Did you see that video of the cops making her do all that extra shit? Yeah, bro. Wait, yeah. no, no, no. Well, I saw her getting out of the car, but I, what was they making her do? I think like, that's that's the same friend, video, right? Yeah, they made her friend lay on the lay on the ground and spread her legs. Oh, that was her friend. And then then they had Megan, like, she was outside of the car with her back facing to them, her hands in the air. And they kept telling her, go to the left, go to the left, go to the right. Okay, I didn't see this video. I didn't see that video. It was long. And, like, as she's she's hopping around listening to their instructions, like, you can see blood coming from her foot. And they're, like, telling her all this stuff. Speaking of line dances. (laughs) (laughs) No, bro, that's messed up, bro. We forgot to, bro. And I was just starting to rock with Tori Heavy. I like that last Chinks uh, tape project, but bro, and he had just he had just got all of he just went um, independent, right? And he just got all of his masters. I don't know. I believe but... I believe that was the deal. He was on a upward trajectory. He's been one of the best artists for all of quarantine, quarantine radio, oh, and yeah. all that stuff, bro. And Agreed. like, wow, Agreed. yeah, he's been putting out some good stuff, and 
definitely on the rise. I'm interested I don't to think see, like, will... what other artists are going to say about it because he has that song with Kaylani. Yeah, and I love that song. Bro, Me I too. love that song. That was, like, one of my favorite, first favorites off that album. So this comes in... This is where it starts. Does Megas... Man, this is where women get in this real tricky place where they have to choose. Is she going to press charges against him for shooting? Or is she going to be cool and let him slide and nothing Hell no, happen? I would not let him slide. And see, I, I apologize that we've created the world where women are pit forced into this dilemma. But that that's the dilemma she's going to be in now. Yeah, yeah, but they were. who knows what they were doing? Yeah, who knows? Now, if, if she feels like she had a part to play in it, not saying that he just like shot her, but if they were playing with a gun and they both know they should have been playing with a gun, you know, like, I mean, plus it's obviously she was in the car with him and she hasn't like gone off on him for some reason. So yeah, I'm not sure if it was malicious. It could have just been an accident, you know? Well, well, this is what a spokesman for the LAPD said. Said Tori fired the shots mm-hmm. from within the vehicle while Megan was outside trying to leave. This is a case of a man physically harming and abusing a woman. Hmm. The detectives are seeking information regarding the shooting involving Day- Mr. Daystar, <laughs> and the big investigation is still going on. Huh? Didn't Megan addressed it? Didn't she? She did. On what? On what social media? Uh, I believe it was uh, Instagram. I didn't but see her address the direct situation. Was- I just saw her talking about. Kind of in general, I was shot and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah, she just clarified that she was shot and not that she yeah. like, had a gun on her, or not yeah. that she was arrested because at first they were saying she was arrested, right? Yeah, because we at first it was just Tori Lane's got caught with a gun, uh, Meg had got glass in her foot and she had to go to the hospital, and then she came out and switched it all the way up saying she received uh, she had got gunshots. Yeah, and then that's what she had to go to the hospital for, not just glass. So it, it went from just a gun charge to now she got a shot, and now Tori's. It looks like Tori's the one that shot her. Yeah, this is why for a new uh, one of the requirements for gun should be people not over or people over five two. Did you see that? <laughs> they were clowning them online that he's only like five two. That's funny. They had his mugshot. Of course, you get your height and your weight and stuff. Dude only came out to an outstanding 5'2". No, it wasn't 5'2". Is he that short? It can't be that Bro, short. It was like 5'2 or 5'4". I might be off 5'4", but like that's... That's a big did. difference. <laughs> that's a big difference. You go from the average height of a woman to a smurf. Oh. Heck yeah. But... Welcome back, all of our listeners, to another episode of Imperfect Voices Podcast. We have your boy, Jordan. Yeah, there. We have our girl, Mish. Hi. We have Austin hiding still. He does not want to smoke. He wants it via message and text messages, but he don't want it via podcast. Definitely not keeping that same energy whatsoever. But we'll handle that. We'll handle that offline for sure. Yeah, y'all should be in the group messages. Austin, talk that mad trash. Bro, he was, bro, he was hyped. Talking. He y'all was like, y'all, y'all, y'all ready to pod today? I'm ready to pod. Oh, yeah. What was that? Said, what was I'm that ready Mish? to pod today. 
I said y'all are always at each other's necks. But yeah, he he texted us at what three o'clock, ready to pod? Yeah, he yep. was ready to pod, but hmm, mm-hmm. looky looky. Give him proof, thirty minutes too. The proof is in the pudding. Mm-hmm. So, man, another one of our faves is slipping up. Well, not really my biggest fave, but I definitely like one of his projects. Chance the supporter. Oh my goodness. Chance Bro. the Kanye supporter. This is tougher for me, so not as much me. I like his last album was oof. But I, there I was I did not I did not fuck with the big day. It was know. hard to get through. It, it was, was tough to get, to get through. through. But there was like one or two checks like I really messed with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can't even remember off the top of my head. But I do have them on a couple playlists of mine. Yeah, but and coloring book, I obviously love, but even me, the first stuff Misha tried to make us listen to, like I didn't like none of those projects. Action rap was hard. That's, That's yeah, the... no. What is it called? Yeah. Culture. <laughs> yeah, I, I went. I I've gone back and have been able to get through that, but I think at the time it was just so odd the sounds that he made and the yeah exactly. Like it was like oh, I don't know, man. But now that I've gotten to appreciate him a little bit more, he's got some really good songs on on Acid Rap, so. I, I remember ten day one, never never I still haven't really been able to get into ten day but as a rap I do like a lot better. Ten day was really good too. See, I I've been fucking with Chance since the beginning, and that's why you know the big day was such a letdown. Like yeah. I was very hurt and sad. And it wasn't it wasn't even that he was like being mainstream. It just wasn't it just wasn't a good con- conglomerate. I mean, he had good features and all that stuff. It just it didn't. Mesh. And it was so long. Like I feel like if yeah, he had long. chose his best songs and yeah. made a short album, it would have been better. Yeah, like twelve tracks. But it maybe. was like a long album of like mediocre tracks. Yeah, agree. So Chance stuck his neck out and let yeah. everybody he saw that video of uh Kanye posted where his mom was quoting uh, KRS one lyrics. Yeah. yeah. And the and the song was great. I loved it. That that sounded like some good at least Life of Pablo, Kanye, mm-hmm. which I'm, which we look back on it now. Life of Pablo was, oh, oh, I didn't think it was bad at the time. I, I think I think some people gave it some heat at the time, but no, looking back at it now, bro, Life of Pablo age is aging pretty well. Yeah, pretty That's fine. Not to not to to stay on that because I know we want to move on from that, but I think right when you release an album, they we compare it to previous projects immediately, and so right. as soon as you drop. Life of Pablo, we start comparing it to previous projects. Yeah. Um, but as it goes on and you listen to it more, um, it kind of grows and you just start to listen to it for what it is rather than comparing it to to old stuff. So that could happen with Chance's project too. Who knows? But I don't think so. Right. It wasn't and uh, he saw the video that he posted and he was just like, hey, this is a dude y'all mad at and don't want to be y'all president. Which I was like, oh gosh, chance. Like, it was honestly, I felt like it was just like, it was almost like he didn't even like try. <laughs> like, yeah. Do you like, have it the, was um... so, it was so reckless. We're like, bro, you're a grown man. What? Like, what are you talking about? <clears throat> hey, can I say something? Um, Kanye, I mean, chance looked up to Kanye. They both from, Chirac, Chicago. Right, right. You know what I mean? So he had to pay homage to his boy, you know, because Kanye helped him out probably when he needed help. And he looked up. And that's why he had Kanye back when nobody else had Chance back. 
I agree. I would. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. If I'm Chance the Rapper and I'm as big as a Kanye fan as he is, I'm probably tweeting the same thing and getting it off. But he was a little serious. I might have been a little bit more trollish because, yeah. like I said yeah. from the beginning, I know I knew it was as soon as I saw it. I was like, "Oh god, here we go again." I'm not. I know yeah. it's not serious, but people are taking it serious, right? So now it's a troll a little bit and mess with them and make make them kind of think I'm, yeah. I'm taking it serious, it even was, though we know it, it's not. It was kind of yeah odd. I mean, it's like he's like, and y'all want me to trust? I think he said, and y'all want me to trust Biden? I think was that what the yeah. what it said. Yeah, and it's like it's not about that. It's not that people don't like Kanye. It's just that Kanye, one, is not a politician. Two, mm-hmm. hasn't you know had didn't make the deadline to even run in a lot of states. Yeah, and yep. um, three, he hasn't really put together anything that that lets us know that he's serious this time. And did y'all because he see said that, it before? Did y'all see that he? I read somewhere that he hired. Did one of y'all send me that? Yeah, that he hired yeah. a whole team and then was like, "No, I'm not running." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It was just irresponsible, especially because even over the last couple of weeks, Chance has been using his platform to speak about stuff that matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then when he, he went and tweeted that, it did not sound like a troll at all. It sounded like he was dead serious. He was serious. So so look at it from this, bro. Imagine how crazy we're going in the middle of this whole thing. Imagine you have, you're a billionaire. Your wife's a billionaire like Kanye and Kim. Imagine how much crazier they're going. With all this situation stuff, oh, this is probably why, huh? No, nah, I think they're fine. They're fine, of course. Like they're well off for sure. But big old house, they still got their family there. Every like, everyone's reacting differently to all this stuff, and this is how billionaires react. Hey, I want to run for president. No, that's how Kanye reacts because he thinks he's, you know, it might not be a bad thing, but he just thinks he can do anything. But before y'all said that, before any of COVID started, he said Kanye 2020 in a song. He's been saying this for like two years He's been saying this since like 2016. You can't say he's a billionaire and that he's trying to run for president because this is how billionaires act when stuff goes to shit. Because he's been acting that way before, way before. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's one thing if you if you say it and you mean it and you put together a campaign and you start hitting the trail and you start um, mm-hmm. letting people know a plan and, you know, start putting together rallies and all these other types of things. And, yeah. you know, doing that way before you can't just say three months before that I'm running for president. And it's dangerous. Like, it because, don't work like that. <laughs> because like, like happened, what happened last time, people are going to, people who don't pay attention, they're just, they're going to write his name in it. And then that's a wasted vote. That's a vote exactly. that could win. Because he's not going to win it. Um, and, and then, and, that was an interesting plot twist where they put out a little poll and said, who would you vote for, Trump, Biden, mm-hmm. um, Kanye? And, and everyone was saying, it's going to take away votes from Biden. But it actually took away votes from Trump. That's just yeah. And it, now that I kind of sit back and think about it, yeah, because half of the people, I mean, some of them people obviously voted for Trump just because he is not a politician. So them saying, I'm not a politician, he's not a politician, votes are just going to go to Kanye instead of Trump. Some of them, yeah. 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 I can, I can so, see that. So that's what but, I was like, dang, that, that was a plot twist. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see that coming, but I, it also, I don't know exactly where that poll, like where they polled that. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. You know it, it depends on the area. Accurate and, at all. But. Right. Um, but also, did y'all, y'all, did y'all hear 
chance on Joe Budden? No. Yeah, yeah, I did okay. hear him. So I, I listened to it yesterday. They called him up, had him explain it. Um, and really, it, it it basically was support. He's like, well, I know Kanye. I know all the things that he um, wants to do. And I know that he, he doesn't have any bodies. Like, there's, there's really no skeletons in his closet. He right. really wants to help people. Um, but he was just saying that he doesn't, he already doesn't, doesn't like Trump and that he doesn't trust Biden just because of the things that Biden's done in his past. So it was almost like Chance was just talking like, you know, why not Kanye? But I just think yeah. it's, 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 and that's a perfect argument to have if Kanye had done it the right way. Yeah. If Kanye a year ago had said, I'm going to be running for president in 2020. That's a different thing. You know, he could have been up there with, with the Democratic candidates, you know, battling for that, uh, for that nomination, you know? So mm-hmm. it, it's different when you just come out of nowhere right before the election and, you know, given doing something that you said before and then also dropping out a couple of days later after you say that you, you were going to run, you know, like how are we supposed to take you serious next time you say it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, it never will. He, he, he'll never become president, bro. But like he no. even quoted, like Obama gave us hope, but Trump really made people like him think he can do. They can do whatever they want, right? Because Obama, although he was a black man, he's he's he he's still exceptional, you know. Right, right, yeah. You know, you know, top of the class, law. You know, going to law school. You know, half white. Half white, that, that that plays into it. He's he's not your everyday person. Um, Kanye is someone that you know. I think people can really still identify with, just because of you know he he doesn't play the politics. He he's you know someone that you can probably see yourself being. You know, people imagine being rappers all the time. People don't necessarily imagine themselves <laughs> being politicians okay. every day, or, or you know going into the Senate, you know, being a senator. So I think that's the difference there. Right. So. And then remember, and then, uh, oh, go ahead, me. Go ahead. I was just going to say, and then he, he, he made himself look even stupider because Terry Crews was trying to co-sign. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, he really, and he really put foot in his mouth and we're all like, this is what you're talking about. Bruh. Deion Sanders, Sanders would have been, exactly. been so proud of that back pedal, bro. As soon mm-hmm. as Terry Crews acknowledged him, he said, well, uh, you know what? I understand where y'all coming from. We can agree to disagree, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah, bro, Terry Crews and Trump are just like probably the last two people you want co-signing you right now. Exactly. That's a no-go. They don't hold no, they don't hold no weight at the moment. Yeah, Terry Crews is like... I, he's the last year, probably not a year or so, maybe six months or so. He's really just well, Falling ever since he good graces, ever since he tried to like make a Me Too situation, and like yeah. people just didn't rock with it. Yeah, it was the Me Too thing, which nothing's really. I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with that because I, I just think you you see a big strong black man, and you're just like, oh, you got Me Too. You know, people laugh at that. You know, yeah, but it can happen yeah. to really anybody if someone's if you're trying to make your a name for yourself, right. and someone says, well, you get this opportunity if you do this. I mean, that can happen to anybody. But I think that's where it started. And then since then, you've seen kind of the downward spiral. I think I think he's someone that brought up black-on-black crime. I'm tired of 
Bro, well, Black and Black Chrome is the most wore-out excuse of all time, bro. You also heard on Joe Budden that Maul um, was trying to defend that, too. Yeah. Right, yeah. and it's like, like, there's... It's, you can't bring that up, and they were saying that on the pod, like, you can't bring that up as a as a defense for Black Lives Matter or what other people yeah. are trying to do. If you bring it up, yes, we need to start building up our communities. Yes, we need to stop stop gang violence and other things like that. That's one thing. But if you start bringing up the quote-unquote black-on-black crime as a result of Black Lives Matter, it's like, no, we need to stop killing ourselves. It's like, come on, man. That's... Because there's white on white crime, there's brown on brown crime, there's there, Asian Asian crime. There's, it's just crime. It's, it's just crime. crime. <laughs> it's, it's just crime. crime. That's, that's it. It's just crime. That's, that's all it is. It, it, it doesn't exist. So people commit crimes. Um, it's, it's location-based. It's geographical. <laughs> you commit crimes to the, basically your neighbors. Like, that, that's what happens. So... Going out sad, bro. Going out sad. For real, though. Remember Chance also. Uh, he had to. We can segue into this Billboard discussion since we're all big, pretty big music fans, and we all buy pretty much everything our artists put out. Yeah. Remember, he also had to cancel the tour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. Because them tickets was looking, for, <laughs> tickets were looking funny in the dark, boy. <laughs> it was looking funny. Yeah. And was- Billboard changed up some rules this week where they said bundles won't count unless they're supposed to count. Because this is quote unquote the Kenny Chesney rule. Because Kenny yeah. Chesney put up a fake, not a fake tour, but it yeah, was a basically. fake tour when Drake dropped the dark demo tapes mm-hmm. to beat him out of number one saying, hey, buy the album, you get a ticket to the tour. The tour was never going to come. It was a tour that wasn't what is wasn't exactly planned. It was a hypothetical, and then I yeah, didn't know that. it basically refunded everybody, um, you know, their money or whatever. Yeah, you know, once the course the tour is canceled, but it for the most part didn't exist. So what they're saying is, unless you you can't throw. What was it? I'm, I'm trying to think of the wording of it, but I, I think you can't bundle the album unless the album is in. Okay. It's something about unless it's like explicitly, explicitly like, with the product. Like, yeah, unless we know that the album is being sold with it or something. Like, like, like right. I really didn't start doing this until the actual real thing. Prince, they said Prince was one of the first ones to do it. He's one of the first ones that got it off. But this really just really got hot after Travis did it with Astral World. Yeah. And then Nicki Minaj tried to copy him and do it with her last album. And, and some other the, artists have tried it as well. I, I, I even don't did really, it with Freddie really Gibbs. Because I bought merch from Janae and Kaylani, and they, oh. had, they had a digital album with every single purchase. And I'm just right. like, like I, yeah. I mean, I understand why they were doing it, but it was kind of annoying. That's that's what I was wondering. Like, what do y'all think? Because like, I don't I don't mind it. It was cool. Like, we did the pass for Astro World. We got a we bought the album. We got a hat for Astro World. Then we got the album. Yeah, and I believe we bought something. Else. I bought something else, and it came with the album. I don't mind it because it's fans actually spending money and buying stuff. Yeah, I guess that, because sense. anyone can just turn their phone on at night with like this much volume <laughs> and let their album repeat and, and get we the streams do it up when Ariana's trying to get to number one 
Yeah. Well, maybe they're saying like you and have to sell the forms. you have to sell the album, and you can give your your merchandise for free on the opposite side of that. But it has to be a direct album sale. Um, I don't know. They're just, people are just trying to trick the system. So I guess they're they're trying to offset that. Hey, it hey new same old game, new players. That's all it is. Yeah. Well, you can change the rules. And that's what they're doing. Yeah, or trying to anyways. But... Trying to change the rules, yep. We'll see. And that's why a lot of new artists uh, just sound like old artists because they like, oh, this generation don't even know about this. And I guess that's why people don't really sign the labels now either. Cause no, then you, bro. Then you get uh. stuck in that. In that no. rap race, they're trying to get on number one. And... I really don't see why people still sign to labels. I understand yeah. why because it, it's a layup. You get you get promo and a push and a foot in the door everywhere you go. I understand that yeah. part, but for the most part, bro, you don't own nothing. You're working yeah. hard. Yeah, just, just like for the Migos now. Working the, hard for somebody else. The Migos got bored during quarantine, looked at their contracts, and now they're suing their label QC. And right now it's looking like the fall of QC because that little baby didn't like his situation over there. And now the Migos are suing them. So even though it looked like QC's been doing been a great black owned business label over there, it's looking a little shaky. And I feel like that's all that's really anywhere, like if you're paying close attention. Yeah. Let's put it like this. When you're on Instagram and you see your favorite artist receive a car as a gift, receive a watch as a gift, a chain as a gift, that is all coming out of their contract. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> that is thirty, oh, forty, fifty, dollars $100,000 <laughs> that they are not about to get. <laughs> man. <laughs> Don't let these Instagrams fool y'all, bro. That's, they, That's rough. They're living good lives. Don't get me wrong. They're living great lives. But they getting taxed. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And everything everything that shines is not gold. All right. So new word shot into our society what the following day after we recorded last week? Friday? I think so. Entanglement. Entanglement. To forever be used now. Will forever be used. And also oh, that already sounds bad. So. Also as well. I think Will Smith is about to replace Jordan for the crying face meme. Oh my god, yeah. What do y'all think? Yes. I think so as well. I he looks so. tired. He looks so sad in that picture. It, because, you good. know, Jordan, we all kind of fell in love with Jordan again with the whole Last Dance documentary. Yeah. So we kind of have a little more respect for him now. And Will Smith just fell right into it. Yeah, I think the, um, the, Jordan, the Jordan meme was 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 dying off a little bit. Jordan crying me. Yeah. You'll still see it occasionally, but this is this is perfect. This is thank you, Will. Shoot, I just feel like I'm so I feel so bad for both of them getting caught, kind of caught in her little es- escapade. Yeah, her scandal. Yeah, I don't think it was on purpose. I don't. Uh, I mean, what do you mean, like? Well, I mean, like, kind of because August had an album to sell and he had an album to promote and he got on there with Angela Yee and he spilled the beans and here they are. Like, they can control it. I mean, maybe that's why he made it public, but... What's your thoughts about the situation? Like, me, like, 
like like I heard a couple people say, like I think I really think that he he was with her. He had a relationship with her, but he wanted something more. And she dubbed him. Well, she we don't know at any... the end of the day. Well, we don't know that. Well, that's the best part about it. We just get to speculate. <laughs> exactly. We get, to, we get to speculate. I think um, what we do know is that, because from what Will said, Will said he was done with Jada. Yeah, he said he was done, done, right. done. By, by the way, before we get into that, this is follow-up. We had a, a couple episodes. We were speculating on you know, whether they were in an open relationship or how they did things in their household. Yeah. And it turns out in this case, that was not the case. Um, Will found out afterwards, but basically he said he was done with Jada. They were they were looking to basically break up. Mm-hmm. Um, they ended up working it out later. But in between that time, that is when um, Jada and August had their entanglement. Yeah. Also, I don't think entanglement necessarily is... It's funny, but like... <laughs> Does, hey, it have a, does it have a meaning? Like it's just. I feel like it falls under the same thing as like situationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like she got it off. She thought she was cute. She said, "My entanglement," and yeah. <laughs> and Will was like, "Oh, so that's what you call it, entanglement?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't no real thing. Like she just didn't want to call it a relationship. Anything that's not a relationship is disrespectful. Basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Basically, because I feel like you're, I feel like for, I don't. Well, obviously, like you said, we're we're all just speculating here. But I feel like she got involved with August, and he caught feelings because he was younger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then whenever he did want to be more than just a side piece, she was like, "Oh no, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I, I'm married." Exactly, exactly. Then, so she was like, "You know what? I'm done here. My husband wants me. We're good now. Bye." Yeah, I can see that happening. Yeah, and he got mad about. It. I understand. Yeah, Jada's a beautiful woman. I'd be in the same boat. I'd be like, so you don't want to play no more? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to play with me no more? Like, yeah. I'd be in the same boat, bro. One more I'm game. Like... One more game. Yeah, exactly. Best of five. Best of five. <laughs> Let's run it back. There bro. was a post. There was. A, I don't know what show it was, but I saw it on Instagram. It was. I, I'm, I'm maybe one of y'all send it to me because y'all be sending so much stuff in Instagram. But it was the <laughs> it was the ladies that were talking about it. And they were talking about how the one oh, of the like ladies, the view. I think it was. She was yeah. like, "How did how did he hop from your lap and you hopped onto the D?" That's what she said Ooh. about Jada. Yeah, she was like, "This boy came to y'all hurting. He, your 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 children brought him to y'all to help him and help him through his situation. And how you end up on him like that? That that was the thing. Like when we first talked about this, like we were like, we knew August Alcina had been through a lot." He had been yeah. through a lot in his short life. So he was definitely hurt. So you could call it predatorial, but it's Jada and it's women, so we ain't gonna call it that. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a that's that double privilege. Y'all get to yeah. play. That's, and hey, I okay. ain't mad. Double privilege. Okay. Hey, double privilege. Uh, they rule the world. Bro. Uh, yeah, I agree. It was definitely like shady to me. Yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, if this was Will, it, it'd be a bigger problem. It wouldn't be memes. <laughs> it would be arrested. It'd be man. cancel, cancel, oh, cancel. Yeah. Especially, especially if it's a black woman that he mm-hmm. did it to. Bro. Bro. That been through yeah. all that. Yeah. Brother died. Mother sick, whatever. Yeah, oh man. It, it would have been some, it would have been some, some problems. But that's not the case. But I, I applaud Will and how he handled it. Hey, bro. Will's, Will's, 
Man, bro. He's, He's a man. I mean, you saw how, like, some, <laughs> some of the people were in his DMs talking about, you all right? Like, bro, they were some so of the stuff they were saying. Some of the stuff they were saying about this man's wife was so disrespectful. Bro, I don't know bro. how people didn't learn from the whole Pusha T and Drake thing. You just don't bring women. You don't bring the wives or the kids into stuff like this, bro. You don't. I, I think, given that Will did respond to these people, that he knew who they were. My, one of them was Michael Blackson. Right, which Michael I'm surprised Blackson. you even answered. Michael Blackson like... is is a comedian, right? <laughs> yeah. Fifty Cent is always trolling, so I mean yeah. these are people that he probably knows or joking with him. He probably has that relationship with, you know. So it's probably not just randoms that are that are in his DMs. These are especially since they posted it afterwards. Will probably didn't have a problem with it, you know. These are things uh-huh. that, you know, because I mean Will Smith, you know, he's a funny guy. Like he, yeah, he probably knows how to take a joke. If this is in the the public eye, I'm mm-hmm. sure he knows how to handle it, or at least make it seem like it doesn't bother him. So yeah, if I'm going, he's doing a good a, job at that. If I'm going through a big life event that's going bad, and Fifty Cent sending me a DM and Instagram, bro, I'm deleting it. And I ain't even reading that thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he was like, "F you, Fifty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Swipe right, delete. Mm, red. <laughs> it was funny, but it was just like some man, Michael Blackson especially, bro. So disrespectful, bro. Bro, so did bro. We we have to fight about this stuff, bro. This is my wife. You talking and I about. understand he has too. He's in a way bigger tax bracket to actually fight any of these dudes about this, but just some of this disrespect can't be tolerated, bro. I wouldn't. I agree. I'm surprised got, he responded too. Will got the ultimate confidence. So would y'all, Misha? I'm sorry, you're the only one in a relationship, so it's more pressure on you. But <laughs> would y'all, what, how would y'all see the whole entanglement thing if it happened to y'all? You mean if someone, if some, if someone referred to my relationship as an entanglement? Yeah. Which one? Which one am I? I'm sorry. Which one am I? Well, you're. Well, you would actually be August in this situation, or if you're a will, if you're a will, if I were will, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not strong enough for that. Like you're not strong enough, bro. Like we uh, all right. So let's say I've been with somebody for over 20 years, right? Right. We have we have a little bit of a slip up. I'm done with her. Let's say I'm going off my way. You know, maybe having some distractions of my own, and she's doing having her distractions, and it just so happens that hers is with somebody that's a little bit more high profile. You know, that may have been the situation. Yeah, um, that's true. She. It sounds like she was honest with what was going on at the time, right? Not yeah. like she was trying to hide mm-hmm. anything because Will wasn't surprised by it. Right. She was probably honest about when it, it got cut off. You know, I mean, these people are professionals. It sounds like, you know, they're good with their relationship. Um, and so if I had that foundation with somebody, I mean, it's probably one of those things, water under the bridge. Let's move on. You know, we 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 got that little fight out of our system. Um, and it, I mean, I don't know. It would never be as public. Yeah, no. Um, so I think that's the issue. It's the added embarrassment of it being public that I don't think yeah. I can be able to handle. But if this yeah. was just a private thing, you know, I, I'm pretty sure. You know, if I had a foundation with somebody over 20 years, I'd, I'd be fine. I think I would too, because I mean, especially I if say, it was like a mutual thing. Yeah. yeah, I say I would think it would be cool, and I hope it is. I just I wouldn't know. I really wouldn't know though until I get put in that situation. I, I wouldn't want to be. Yeah, either no at all. But let's not act like this ain't Will Smith either. 
like they were saying on the video, he definitely got her back a couple times, but he still wants to get her back again, though. <laughs> Oh, he said he wants a... to get her back again? I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, at the end of the video, he was like, oh, I'm going to get you again, though. And she was oh, like, no, snap. you already got me. And oh, snap. Like, uh-huh. That is ugly. <laughs> that was super that's ugly, That's bro. toxic. I didn't even that's see it. That's up. toxic. Yeah. Is it as toxic as when they ended it and said, uh, we ride together, die together, bad marriage for life? That's oh, they exactly bad, they, that's they didn't bad. say bad marriage for life. Bro, you yeah, didn't see did. that part? They they did. Did. I saw that part. I, I didn't pick up on the bad marriage for life. I thought it said yes. bad marriage for life. No, it said bad no, marriage said for, bad life. for life. Oh. <laughs> oh. Hey. I thought it said best. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's I mean, toxic. Obviously, it is just a joke from Bad Boys, but it's still like just in, in the, at that time, you got to know when the jokes are funny or when they're not. And it's, it's really not at that point. Jo- jo- jokes got a little bit of truth in them. Every joke yeah. got a little bit of truth. And so they're a little salty in these jokes. So one thing that I guess a topic that I wrestle with in my head, and I brought it up to probably you guys before, but I bring it up all the time. Um, and I've always thought about this question. Does an artist dying propel slash solidify their greatness so the way i like to think about it is if lil wayne would have died after no ceilings in 2009 where would our thoughts be with lil wayne you know yeah we'd probably call lil wayne the greatest rapper ever like literally like greatest rapper yeah like no no debate no argument you know he died right after his his best mixtape and his best album right um tupac dying at the height of his career um, you know, Biggie dying at the height, height of their career. Um, and then some of these younger rappers that have died kind of, you know, right at the precipice of greatness. Mm-hmm. And their death, especially being how tragic it is and how young they die, kind of shoots them into um, this this other stratosphere of of greatness. You know, we're talking about uh, XXS, Tentacion. We're talking about uh, Juice World, Pop Smoke. Artists that you know were generating buzz, they they had a following, but mm-hmm. their their death introduced them to a lot more people, and they end up selling like crazy. So, yeah. what do y'all think on that? It's it's sadly one of the most successful rollout uh, rollouts for artists. Yeah, because it, I mean, you can't be they you can't send no negative stuff around people that are gone and passed away to the other side yeah true so it's it's sad it's sadly one of the easiest rollouts and it's it's like just an easy layup and like and then you have some artists that were actually solidified like mac miller like nipsey hustle even though nipsey hustle only dropped one studio album that was for the mainstream he he had already done over a decade in the streets of mixtapes and underground yeah. uh underground grind to solidify him in the streets and that's yeah. that's why he was so loved the way he passed away you know yeah, yeah. but i mean it definitely does I, boost some sales though as well yeah go ahead I, mean, I think it it definitely like you said boosts sales but like for people like um XXX Extension and uh, Lil Peep and uh, Juice World. Juice World, like, they were already, like, coming up so fast. Like, their stardom yeah. was yeah. 
like they were having those type that type of moment, like you said, the two thousand nine Lil Wayne. Or- yeah, Triple X was Triple X was on that tour, and he he had a highlight video from every tour on Twitter trending that night. Y'all remember mm-hmm. that little run he had on Twitter? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like he got, he was getting tackled Crazy. on stage. He was jumping in stage, like in in the crowds and stuff. Like he, oh, was yeah, every, he, he, he was coming. every night, every night of that tour, he was trending on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I think night. the biggest question is like, how did they get this popularity and stardom so fast? Like, what audience is what like what that, audience? That young audience that draws to him and that love him so much. Like, like my little cousins, like, and, like the, the kids I work like, with, you know, in the U.S. It's just so accessible. Oh, wow. They put everything on YouTube. Like, like I was even just talking about this the other day. I was a, uh, I, I was across YouTube. I was watching some young boy videos, and I was like, "Bro, do not let NBA young boy die anytime soon, bro." Because if they do, these little kids are going to go crazy. You go look at all of his videos, bro. He's like forty million, fifty million, one hundred ten million, two hundred million views. How though? Like, I'm just. But they love him, bro. Like they worship him. He's a god. He's their little Wayne. True. That's he's, true. He's their little Wayne. Like these are the new favors, the new top spots and stuff. And but like I don't know, man. Like they just they just it hits them in the soul so easily. I, I think dying at your whether the crest of your of your greatness or right before, um it, it you don't really have, or for example, you know, it, right it leaves after, no room right, for criticism. It right, leaves no and, room for criticism. At but all. also, just just to go back to that Lil Wayne example, because I think it's perfect. Right after that, he had his rock stage yeah. and his Young Money stage, where mm-hmm. you know Drake and Nicki Minaj were, were kind of locked, bigger than lock, him and stuff like locked that. Locked up as well. Right, got locked up. So you had all these things where it was like, okay, it put in doubt whether you know you had other artists pop up that maybe your favorite artist, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think once you you die at that point, it's like okay, you there's no way they can fall in your mind anymore. Wherever right. they were at when they passed, that's that's where they're solidified. So if they die and they're one of your favorite artists or they're top five at that time, they're not going to fall down at that point. Most likely, you're going to probably go back and listen to their old stuff. And what's mm-hmm. what's one thing that we say all the time? Be like, oh, I miss the old Kanye. Mm-hmm. You know, I miss the I miss the old mm-hmm. whatever. You know, if you die and mm-hmm. you're at the Preach. peak of when people loved you the most, mm-hmm. then no one can say I miss the old version because they always have that version of you. Yeah. You know, it solidifies you. That's you know? true. Yeah, like like Tupac, like everyone loves Tupac. No one will say a bad word about Tupac. But bro, these kids coming out nowadays can wrap circles around Tupac. Tupac will never be Tupac that's is a whole always... another couple that's a conversation he, he... we don't gotta get into. I mean, with death though, because of his death, we do not slander his name at all. Yeah, that's with, true. That's a lot of. That's almost any artist that has passed away. That's true, but also some some of these new rap like rappers aren't exactly rappers. All right, we're talking about Juice World. It, come on, like, hey, Juice World. Like Juice World. Juice World to me, made, Juice World to me made his bread off of sounding like an emo rock artist. Like Juice World is rock. His new album to me has a couple just like straight up and down. Rock tracks, bro. Like they're not hip hop at all. That's what he is. They're straight that's, rock. That's what he is. He's 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 a almost a rock artist. Like he sings more. It's it's almost like like that emo stuff that that Mish would listen to back then. It is. Like that? That. You know, it's yeah. like you uh, know, Juice World. Um, oh yeah, Juice World. 
you know and so a lot of these artists they're they're it's like oh the drugs and the pain and the you know it doesn't go away and you know so like to me juice world's more like of a like like i said he's more of like a, a then, rock yeah alternative kind just of so happens to be and i think that's the thing about hip-hop these days and just not to go into a whole nother tangent but hip-hop these days is so many different versions right. of it right like it's the trap stuff. It's the guys that almost sound like the it's rock. It's like the people that sound like it's pop. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's, it's the that's why hip hop is so big. Rap, it's because you know? yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's the it's the singing. It's the it's everything, and and that's why it's become so big because people are starting to realize it's just that evolving like everything else does. A, a rapper can really do really anything. Right. Like you you can do so much and still be a rapper. Right. You know? I think that's what I really love about like the evolution of like hip hop and rap right now is that yeah. like that from from what Lil Wayne was like what what it really turned into like people like Trippy Trippy Red and, and yeah. Juice World and YNW Melly you know what I'm saying yeah. like those yeah. type of artists like that's what we really like about them for me like why I like Trippy Red so much is because it's rap but at the same time it's like rock and it's yeah. like emo he, he's another one yeah. and it's trap. And you know what I'm saying? It's like all these different things mm-hmm. that, like, all these different kids are a cornucopia like, of sounds, listener. if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like listeners can't relate yeah. to, right? Like, yeah. if they can't relate to somebody shooting. They can relate to like being in a relationship and getting cheated on, or, right. or getting broken up with, or having their feelings hurt, or like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Just going through. And these days, we almost we embrace it all. Almost, it's like, oh, that's hip hop, but that's hip hop too, and that's hip hop mm-hmm. too. It's not like everybody's trying to make one sound. It's like people are almost trying to blaze their own path and be like, oh, yeah, well, I'm still a hip hop artist. I'm still a rapper. I'm still a rapper. They'll still collaborate even, you know, with the pop and the R&B and even the rock. You know, they'll have even rock bands on their 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 stuff. But it's not like it has to be, you know, 808s. It, it, it doesn't have to be like, you know, boom, bap. It's you, they can do so much and still be within the hip hop genre. And it's almost freeing for new artists. We can kind of credit that to Drake because, I mean, look how out of the box he's gone with. I mean, he's collaborated with George or Rihanna. Drake, Drake's one of them. Kendrick, yeah. you know, like everybody. He even wants to uh, collaborate with Conway, an up-and-coming underground rapper. You know, like, he, he's Conway? definitely planting seed. Yeah, Conway the Machine. Mm. Oh, wait, oh, wait, who is it? Conway Brazil? or uh, Benny the Butcher? It's yeah, Benny, Benny the, the Butcher. Butcher. My, my bad. I had the wrong one. You know, going into those extra la- different lanes and different artists, whether they be big or, or uh, small and up and coming, like like Drake did with Lil Baby. Lil Baby wasn't on the map. Drake got on that song. That's yeah, awesome. I, I think Drake Drake finds waves that he sees are already being made. Yeah, but I, I, I feel like the younger artists are the ones that are kind of doing more of an experimentation of. You know, this, oh, I'll, I like country, so I'm going to make a country song, but I'm still going to be a rapper. You know, oh, I like rock, so I'm going to make a rock song or a rock album, but I'm still going to be a rapper. You know, and it's like they're trying to incorporate all the things that they like without being put in a box. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and then, okay, because that was kind of a tangent, but like like you were saying about the deaths, and then if they're taken away from us, like a Selena or like a Biggie, then you know they like you said they're stuck at that position where we had last seen them, and they'll just never go down from that as well. Right. They solidified for baby. real. They're solidified, and it, it's sad it has to come with that major price of their life. But 
Yeah. It, it it really does. That will they'll never sway away sway away from that. Never downgrade from it at all. Like what's crazy too about Juice World that is just like that. Like his girlfriend was saying that there's like more albums. Yeah. That he's gonna be coming out yeah. with. Like they hit they have so much music, you know what I'm saying, that they created in the short time that they were here that they could make albums and albums. I took a little I don't know if people were making music like that back then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, or that they were creating like that. Uh, besides, I think they besides were, but it's just the label had so <laughs> much. The label had so much control over their music yeah. that they weren't. You know, even when they passed, because they had no control over it, they couldn't just release whatever they wanted. But I think now, you know, especially because SoundCloud and all these other things, like, you know, they can just kind of come up with their own music and just record as much as they want to. Um, you know, with good equipment and good sound, that afterwards they can just kind of let it go, let I'm, it rip. I did, I did have a point to bring up about that as well when we talk about people dying um, after their death. Um, when it comes to like samples and stuff, yeah, like I think there should be like a way that once an artist dies, like that they don't have to pay a price for sampling music or something. Because I know, like, Yellow Card is still trying to sue Juice World's estate over some song that he sampled on on one of his albums or something like that. And they're, like, trying to sue him for millions. Yeah. And I just think that that's kind of nasty. It it is, but at the the same time, that's probably not even Yellow Card actually doing that. That's just their lawyers or whoever they pay to do that. That's their job, you know? Like, at the end of the day, that's that's their... Nah, I think they've made some statements. Yeah, they're trying trying to get our money. I was just like, look, the dude's dead. Yeah, but and like like I said, like that, the people that are actually pursuing it and doing it, like, that's their job. They pay them to do that job. And sadly, it does... I mean, it, it can't. I mean, they're just trying to protect their intellectual property. Yeah. So it's like, um, you can't just like at the end of the day, you still have to protect what's yours. Otherwise, you could have the estate of a lot of dead rappers using your samples. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. So it's I, I know it, it sounds really dirty, but if it's yours, you still have to protect it. Um, because it's not most likely Juice World that I mean, it may have been Juice World that that used it originally, but the people that are profiting off it aren't him directly. You know, it, it may right, be his but family, but a lot of time, it's a lot of times it's those, you know, producers and, you know, label, um, you know, yeah. label execs that are, that are profiting off of that. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, you're, you're suing them too. Yeah. Um, they they gonna go after it with you. They, they gonna be on your team for sure. <laughs> Everybody wants a piece right. of the pie. Right. I think another thing, like, just to add on to that, is like something like Mac Miller's Faces uh, mixtape or EP that he had. It was really a mixtape, but like, I would love for that to be on streaming. And just because uh, I don't know if he could get those samples cleared now. Yeah. Like, I don't know if we'll ever get music like that. Same thing with like Wale's, uh, well, I mean, obviously, obviously he's still alive, but like, his album about nothing and stuff like that. Like those are like <clears throat> his fans like really want that like you know greatest mixtapes and he's just it, it's going to happen eventually. And I wonder music. who's going to do it. Who is going to buy that piff or live mixtapes? Who holds all of these old mixtapes that we used to listen to? 
and all these old projects and new school mixtapes and actually any mixtapes at all. The ones that hold all that property and all and all that work, I wonder who's eventually going to buy them out. Spotify or mm-hmm. Apple Music? I'm pretty sure it's a race. Somebody's got to go and buy that stuff, man. Yeah. There's so much music there. Mm-hmm. There's so much classic material there. Just, Someone's yeah, going to yeah, eventually buy, uh, drop that bag. One of them are. But I mean, hip hop is the most popular genre in the world. It's the, it would be dumb not to. And I mean, it's not like you can't stream it. It's you can, just, yeah. You can go stream. You can go get the Bad Piff app. You can go get the live mixtape. I just app. don't. I can't go. I it's like an inconvenient. <laughs> it is hell. Yeah, it's, it's hella super inconvenient, convenient, though. Hell inconvenient. I'm like, bro. I am not logging on to Bad Piff and trying to download it. Like, it is definitely you personal. Keep, you got to keep the app open. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you got to keep. Can't the lock app the phone. No, <laughs> 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 nah, bro. It's definitely first world problems at its finest, but. One of, eventually, one of them is gonna drop that bag, bro. And when they do, them streaming numbers are gonna get a boost, all right? Boy, to boy. So, have y'all checked out all the new uh, post harmonious albums, uh, Pop Smoke, Juice World? I haven't, I haven't listened to either. I was on a road. I've listened to all the Pop I, Smoke. I want to. All the Pop Smoke, that is. For real, probably one of my favorite albums of the oh, year. Yeah, you're telling us I'm about really, that I'm, I'm really hype on that. I really like it. I've been listening to it a lot. Juice World, I've listened to a couple songs, but like I said, he's not really my cup of tea. It's very depressing stuff he talks about. Yeah, uh, yeah in that's general. True. So like, he's not really you know a go-to artist for me. So I've just kind of listened to a couple songs with features on it, and it's not bad. But like I said, yeah, I listened to both of them I the really... other day on a little road trip. And I was on that Juice World project, bro, and I had to drop a couple thug tears because, man, them skits in between were really hitting the soul. They were really hitting the spot, triggering. But uh, I liked it. It was a pretty good album. Uh, a lot of tracks, but and I, and I was really surprised by like just like the straight up rock tracks. They were like not hip hop whatsoever. They were just straight rock. And then of course uh, the Pop Smoke one was pretty good. I liked the little baby, the baby one. Uh, mm-hmm. Roddy Rebel, um, of course, got it on me. That one just hits so different. Ooh. That one hits so different now that he's passed away, bro. And from gun violence, it just it's it it it's a good song. It just uh, just hits differently. Well, yeah, I like the Woo one. Yeah, the Woo West Coast. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah. What you know of I something actually, special? That obviously yep. you can't. That that sample is just undefeated. That one's a good. This it's good. The the end like there's like three songs where he's um he's featuring um or not featuring he uh he samples you know old like art like early two thousands like, yeah. songs and stuff like that. So it's pretty dope. What yeah, you, what I you know about been listening to uh. I've been going back and listening to that uh, "Death Race for Love" by Juice World. Yeah, there's actually like a few tracks on there that I really hear like. me calling. I like that, that one, album. and then Brent Fayez got the uh, interlude on there. It was real nice. Yeah, um, but you know, I'm honestly like I wasn't really a fan of Pop Smoke, but I do want to you know check out the album just because you know I, I do think it it probably would be a good album, but. I can't really say that I was a fan of his music while he was here. I was. Um, I mean, I only heard like one song before he he passed. I didn't. Off of the Jack Boys. I didn't. Yeah, Jack Boys was good. I didn't like Welcome to the Party. I didn't like it at all. Uh, but but I did like the Dior remix with Gunna. 
Yeah, that I, was growing on me. That deal. yeah, it was growing on me right before I stopped Uber, and I was running that track back a lot. I like that one. Yeah, so he's he's. I mean, it's and it may just be how the album's put together. Like I said, like sometimes it's not like the artist or particularly the music, but sometimes like you know, I'm big on albums and how they flow. Yeah, if I can mm-hmm. listen to the whole thing and and it, it just the the whole thing's curated well. And I think that's what it is. And I mean, that may be an attribute to 50, just putting the, the album together well. Because, but I mean, it's. Yeah, he did a really it's, good It's good. Man, the, the album's. It's good. You, you. It's got just enough of like the features along with his, his solo songs. Uh, like I said, towards the end, it, it, it mixes in some early 2000s, like R&B tracks. Yeah. And, you know, he talks a little bit more about love towards the end and some stuff like that. And then the end. The, the the last track like with him speaking and stuff is is it's good man. Did y'all, it's, like uh, I said, it's one of my favorites. Did y'all hear the new Summer Walker? No, was it an album? I did yeah, not. I did not listen five, to it. Yet. It's a little five track P, uh, EP, and I think my favorite one on that one was White Tea. I like that one a lot. No, I haven't listened to it, but I want to. I, my, I seen some people tweeting about it the other day. Yeah, go listen to yep. it. It's a little. It's a little five pack. Nothing major. Oh. Uh, tonight, Drake drops a two pack on us from DJ Khaled. Him and yeah, and Joey Badass drops a three pack. Summer man, Joey Bad, he was a three pack. He was over there on uh, what someone posted a screenshot from him on Instagram. He said, "This is the death of mumble rap." I said, "Bro, I've been Who trying to kill that? a Joey Badass." Mm. I said, "Bro, y'all been trying to kill." Mumble rap for like four or five years, but it, it don't even exist anymore. Nobody even mumble rap. Who's mumble rapping? Exactly, that's what I said. I was like, bro, like you. He, I see what he's trying to do. He's trying to pander to the real hip hop, hip hop, hip hop. What do you mean? <laughs> like some some of Drake's best features are with Future, Mumble Rap King. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like mumble rap. A, you can't kill it, and B, it really never existed. Everyone, all of them can rap. Lil Uzi can rap, Migos can rap. Like what? Like who? who? I, I I see nothing wrong with what he said. Yeah, I was like, no, bro, I ain't nothing like, wrong with what he said, but it's just it's if you're trying to start a revolution, it's it's not there's not one to be had. Who else? Uh, uh my boy, uh, uh, Snow Allegra dropped a little single, my... and I loved it. Can we run it back to Pop Smoke? Real Go ahead. Because I just wanted to talk about, to me, what I learned from his death is for these rappers to not ever get too comfortable because apparently the people that killed him didn't even know him. Right. They just saw that he got, they found his address at the party and decided to go mm-hmm. out. Like it wasn't, to, and I believe it. I believe it. I don't yeah. think it was like something that that, that was uh, premeditated as far as like, oh, Postmo's coming to L.A., we're gonna get him when he gets there, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, yeah, you, you I definitely think he got caught slipping. Yeah, you definitely have to be careful. Didn't another rapper get killed like that where they posted their or no, they didn't get killed, I think, or did they? Or was that that might have been pop smoke, but anyways, like rappers tend to. I'm sorry, I'm, I might be messing all this up, but who was it that got killed because they posted. Um, they posted um, a picture of like all their bags or something like that, all the stuff they just got through shopping. I'm pretty for. sure Pop Smoke. Was, yeah, that it was, was Pop yeah. Smoke. Okay, that was just so long ago. I didn't remember who yeah. it was, but yeah. So he he posted the address and 
that's how they found him and they came and tried to rob him and yeah. got killed. So. Yeah, I mean, he's just being smart, bro. Like, don't post. You, you in an Airbnb, so, like, you don't even know where you're at, technically. If this is foreign land to you, then act like it, you know? Yeah. Move that way. Don't move. Don't move all sloppy, especially when you have stuff to weigh, stuff to lose, and especially if you ain't got no backup security protecting you. Bro, if if I'm them, yeah. I'm bringing security with me everywhere I go, bringing two or three shooters everywhere I go. I don't care if you think I'm a clown or not. People are going to run up on you. Like, bro, you seen the video cut last week when they walked up on the, ma- the baby when he was sitting in his car. Like, bro, have you not seen the news and seen how the baby has killed someone in Walmart? Slap the girl, slap the dude. Like, you still walking up on the baby, bro? <laughs> yeah, you still walking up on him? Like, ain't. Uh, dude, man, what clout is a Bro, clout is bro. a hell of a drug, and ain't no ounce of clout worth yeah. my whole life, bro. Yeah, sir. Because I bet you the people at Walmart was trying to just about, I mean. Oh, yeah, he beat the dude up in the Gucci store. He beat him out of his pants. Uh, he beat yeah. him out of his pants. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> you see that dude try to come back and said that, you know, it, it was fake. You know that was fake, that. right? Yeah. yeah. Bro, I saw you yeah. knock that. Yeah, boots. bro, you laying on the floor was a prank. All right, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, Bucko, you got me. <laughs> Jokes on you, pal. Nah, really. But yeah, what else? What other new music? That's, so we got Drake, we got Joy Badass, and there was a couple more artists that were pretty good that I, I thought we were releasing today. <laughs> Some music. Let me do my Googles real quick. Let's see. Um, Janae Echo, uh, Mish, dropping the deluxe. Oh, oh, deluxe. Yeah, album. her deluxe, deluxe album. I'm super excited. She has a she I'm ready for that. BS with Kehlani, and I already know it's going to hit. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure. Oh, we can talk. So tomorrow. Well, you know, tonight, 12 o'clock. Tonight. tonight. Well, 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock our time. But uh, we can talk about that, bro. These these artists is trying to get over, not getting over, because I mean we're fans, we'll still support it. But their work, the new system now is drop a deluxe. Yeah. If you if you know if y'all notice, like every rapper, every artist has dropped a deluxe now. Mm-hmm. Um, little baby, little Uzi, uh, a lot of the other artists that came out this year, they all dropped the album, away for like a good month or two. Add three, four, or five tracks that probably were going to be on the album but didn't make it, mm-hmm. and that was a deluxe just to get them streaming numbers up. Bro. Yeah, I mean it works. Yeah, bro. I mean Whatever. that's why I that's why that's why to go back to that argument a little bit earlier. Like I don't mind the bundle sales counting at all because those are real fans spending real money. Yeah, true. And if they're spending real money, what do you want not? Yeah, nah, none of that fake six nine stuff, uh, streaming farm stuff, at all going on. You saw that new track you came out with, then do so well. Nah, because I don't pay attention to. You darn lie. Do you? Just like you don't pay attention to Kanye, right? No, I don't. So I don't. Okay. So I don't tweet about him. <laughs> so I don't know if y'all heard, but apparently he filed for Oklahoma to. to that you can register to vote for him in Oklahoma. Oh, cool. Who's that? Kanye. Cool. You sure? Because I thought he just officially pulled out. Yeah, he did. And then I just got the news that he oh, filed to God. to register his, I guess, his 
See when you when you when you see goofy moves getting made, you don't pay attention to it. <laughs> you no, don't pay it no mind. That's whole six nine's career. <laughs> did y'all see? Did y'all see Zombieland too? That's not core. No, I didn't yeah. get to see it. Correlated. Well, anyway, yeah, some I, zombies I, just don't die. Some of them don't die. Yeah, that's true. Like, they just like they keep trying to uh, shoot Kanye in the head. And he won't. He won't stay down. <laughs> like, no, because he. We're not voting for you. Yeah. Can we talk about how Jay purposely ignores me for whatever reason? Austin. I I don't know what he has against me. Austin, listen here, bro. The dude has it out for me, bad. Because my sister ignores me all the time and I still love her. Austin, let me explain. It's an inside running joke. Let me. We all try to to ignore Everyone's here, so let me just explain to you. Joy, Austin, no one in this group pays more attention to you than me. That is true. So. I don't know why you. I don't understand how. You want to answer my phone calls? My phone was charging. <laughs> my phone was charging because we had to do a podcast. I don't know if you know that, uh, so okay. I had to charge up yeah, my phone. Okay. A podcast, a podcast that you missed. Should have been first. charging when you was lounging around in the pool. You missed the whole first half of this podcast, by the way, and you missed all the last week. So that's on Jay. How that's on Jay? This way. See, we do it at the same time every week. Every week for 12, 13 weeks. I, I actually checked the time. He didn't even send the first link until 7.26. I did it because we were waiting for you. Yes, exactly. And we were all on it. Because we were waiting for you. That's why. That's why I didn't send it. We were waiting on Austin. We were waiting on you to respond. We called and we texted you. I felt so good. anything else? Yeah. Anything else, Austin? My point stands. So, but the thing is, Austin, I'm not the bad guy. But... Yeah, you you know. do be calling me out of my name for no reason at all. Ooh. You mad at me? Can you please leave this? So we I call can everybody a whore. Huh? Don't cut this out. We want to hear. Oh, you want to leave it? We can leave it on the pod. Yes, we leave can this. Leave it. Leave it. The pod. <laughs> the personals on the Personal. pod. But yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, bro. When you said. Cause nobody pays attention to what you put. I like, all right, Austin. Like, Austin Listen, Austin. I <laughs> Why do I even talk to y'all? Like, are y'all even my friends? <laughs> but, at this bro, point? Austin, y'all send so many, so many things in the group chats. All of them, I can't keep up. There's like three different group chats. Austin, no, I see, I see you make it. I do. I, I, I see you. Like... Austin, you tell Austin, you, was... you know we. But when you Austin, don't say I, nothing I, at all, and then the next thing you. Hey, let's just see. All right, all right, that comes I, off as a little bit hateful. I do it on purpose, but I think Jay, I think Austin, you know that I'm doing it to troll you, and so I just expect. And Austin trolls exactly, and y'all don't even see it. Austin trolls me all the time. He's always sending me stuff. I told you I, when. I, where do I? You're my friend, you? right? You're right. Where you're my friend, right? You? You're my friend, right? Like, you're my friend, right? Okay. I'm your brother. Okay, you're my you brother, mean? right? Right. Okay, yeah, he doesn't want to say that. Day, <laughs> well, okay. I said, okay. yeah. What you mean? Did I tell you to stop sending me uh, smoke perp stuff a long time ago? <laughs> yeah, you brought it up last week. That's how <laughs> no, you... I did it. That was weeks ago. That was not last week. Okay, that was weeks ago. That was the last part I was on. You brought it up. No, bro. True, you did. Jay. You did. You did bring it up, Jordan. You did bring Jordan. it up. You brought it up. I brought it up one time. Why are you still sending me stuff when I told you to stop sending me stuff about this irrelevant dude, bro? If you 
I would have let it alone if you would have said something. Bro, it was nothing important. It was, hey, I'm dropping a new song. It's not, hey, I sold, yeah, exactly. I sold another. My guy's still out. It's here. not, I sold another six thousand albums this week. <laughs> like it was not that. It was, hey, I got a new song. Okay, I don't give a care, bro. I told you. I want you to listen to his. Music. No, yeah, I'm good. Dude. I won't listen to him, Kyle, or any of your other little recommendations. I can't, bro. I just can't do it. And I'm telling you this up front as a friend. And you would think you would listen to me, but no, you steady go against the grain. And I'm the one, and I'm the one that pays you the most attention and shows you the most love. And you're doing me wrong. How you show me the most hate? No, I don't, Austin. When Demisha or Jordan never because they don't ever answer you. I do. I think that's the the truth. Thank you, thank you, Jordan. But when he answers me, it's hate. We need to get along until quarantine. Oh, yeah. That is true. (laughs) We can talk about that. That did happen. I feel like we were always on my ass before quarantine, but then during quarantine, we started playing. This is beyond. message games, and we became friends. That is true. Oh, y'all got our buddy, buddy. That is true. That is true. Remember how... Remember how much Austin used to come for This is Lisa's so name? funny how you picture your relationship with people in your head. <laughs> and then how you in have, reality, Austin had, had beef like with all of us. Austin had beef with all of us <laughs> Austin, individually. Austin beef with everybody. Dang, my whole life is a lie. But no, he was talking about, okay, hold on. Because he was like, he got mad because I said, we don't pay attention to like 90% of the stuff you said. You was over there talking about why you wouldn't wear these shoes because you're a blood. <laughs> huh? What are you talking about? Austin, Jordan yeah. sent the link to some blue new Jordans that are coming out, and you said, yeah. I can't yeah. wear these. Big blood. <laughs> I was like, Austin, bro. That was the, probably a long time ago. Austin, no, that, that was, was this, like week. this week. That was this week. That was this, that week. Was this week, week, Austin. It was like a couple days ago. That was this week. So when you say stuff like that, you really discredit yourself. So that's why I try to help you. But it's like you know I'm joking though. Like I I don't understand why you take everything I say to be lost. I don't think he does. I think he just be trolling you. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. You really can't. I don't know. Jay Jay's, Jay's also a beginning his feelings troll, for so everything. I take everything he says with the grain of salt. Oh yeah, Jay's Jay's trolling. No, but then Jay want to uh, go on his little streaks where he don't ignores everybody, don't talk to nobody. <laughs> Oh, that was no, that was about nothing, bro. He probably does that because he knows it bothers you, which is what I do. <laughs> Why would you, I bro? I'm your friend, Austin. You I don't know that. about that, bro, but Me? I'm your friend. I, Austin, Austin, Why do you do that? I don't know Austin, that. the reason I do it is because of this. Yes, right here. What you're doing this now. Right now? This is funny. Like we were told you about the whole six night thing. You were getting so upset. And you were so angry about it, and we like don't care at all. We're, we're not in the streets, bro. We don't give a damn about who snitched or not. But you were getting like really upset about it. You fuel their fire. Misha, why did you hate me? I did not Austin, hate you. Austin, 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 you Austin, you used to come for, you used to, used to come for Misha's neck. On the daily. On the daily. You used to come for her neck. On the daily. You used to come for her neck. This was like years ago. <laughs> no, bro. That was me. <laughs> beginning of 2020 <laughs> he, he said when and then he, he remembered yeah. 
Wait, this was like January 2017, bro. Come on. Exactly. Come on. This was the fall of 2018, bro. Quit your friend. I've been trying to play, play Apple games with you. I messaged you. Uh, no. We never played iMessage games until quarantine. Oh, oh God. no! You just you just had time to respond and be like, ah, I guess I'll play with them. <laughs> That's what it really was. And then you try to you try to come back with the Kanye stuff, but I don't care, and I'm not I'm not penetrable like that. Pause. And uh... <laughs> no, I, the, the big Pause. thing with that for me is Pause. like that's your favorite artist. That's your favorite artist, and you never want to give him any type of uh, criticism. I like do. With, I say- with with Kendrick, right, with his verses. Like, that's criticism I can take from him. Like, I, I agree. But, like, with Kanye, you never want to acknowledge how he be goofy, bro. Like, the whole thing with, like, running for president, the whole thing with, like, wearing the uh, MAGA hat. I said I don't like, take it serious. But this is who he is. This is your favorite artist. Yeah, okay. you can't yeah. be like only yeah, you know, the good you know, parts all of him our, and not accept the you bad. Know, all of our favorite artists are terrible human beings. At the end of the day, so if no you're so that. if your music, you can't so, say that hold on, about him. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Fam, don't be doing nothing, bro. Okay. Anyways, what was I even saying, Jordan? <laughs> he messed me up. God dang it! What was I saying? We were supposed to be talking about Nick Cannon. We were supposed to be talking only about on, Nick Cannon. Only on the premium podcast, people. But listen. Premium content. To, premium. to get back on track, I, right I really don't know what Nick Cannon did. I haven't seen nothing. I saw that he got fired, but I didn't see why or what he said. So, bro, bro didn't he, get fired. He pulled the goofy. Nick Cannon got canceled. He, he, he got, did. like, real life canceled. No, I think he got fired no, too. He just no, got fired from Viacom. No, they they had it. Oh, yeah, he got fired from Viacom. But uh, he, yeah, he got fired. Wild and Out was on TV, and as soon as the statement came out, Wild and Out out came off of TV, and then it was like it was supposed to be like a marathon that night, and yeah, well, yesterday night, and it was just replaced all with uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Martin, like that mug got like real life canceled, bro. Not like the fake Twitter. Oh, we hate you. Well, cancel, everything cancel. That, everything that I've seen on Twitter <laughs> no, he got fired. He got was yeah. like in support of Nick Cannon. That's why I'm curious so, what he said. Of course, like, he, I understand everybody's standing the, up for him and riding for him, but like, bro, like, you messed up. I'm sorry. Like, it was kind of yeah. like the Jamel Hill thing with Trump. Like, I was, I, I wasn't mad that she talked bad about Trump, but at the same time, your employer, ESPN, is in bed with NFL. So you really can't, even though we love you talking bad against them and giving them criticism as you should. Your employee, your employee, no, your no, employer no. is embedded. Jamel with Hill, I think, I think they told Jamel to apologize for what she said. Um, I'm pretty sure. I wouldn't doubt it. I, I think it was she, she refused to apologize. So that's where a lot of this stuff comes down to. Because the thing, I think the same thing happened when they can it. Hmm. I think they they told him to apologize. For Did they give him a chance to apologize? Yes, I think they told him. Because it just happened so fast. I mean, he did so, apologize. Yeah. No, he didn't apologize. He, he didn't apologize he for did. his statements. No, you got to look at it. L- look at what he's saying. He's not saying that what he said was wrong and I shouldn't have said that. Mm-hmm. He's saying, I'm trying to educate my people. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do this. It was it was, it was, was a lot of grandstanding. And um, Well, Mish, just to fill you in, yes. he um, has his own po- podcast. Um, I, what's it called? Cannon's class or something like that. Mm. Um, and he was um, interviewing 
um, Professor Griff of Public Enemy. And it ended up going into what we talked about on, I think it was a previous podcast or another episode that we talked about with Deshaun Jackson and Steven Jackson. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that was last week. And yeah, that was last week. Just, just, just to give you kind of a little snippet of what was talked about, Professor Griff said, um, how can I be anti-Semitic when the people that I'm referring to are not the Semitic people Black people are? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and Nick... Nick didn't say that, which a lot of people have been saying that he said it. He he co-signed with it, mm. saying that black people are the Semitic people. Right. So, like I said, it goes into this belief, many by the, the Nation of Islam and some other groups, uh, black, that is black people Islam. are the real, right, black is, the, the black people are the, are the real um, children of Israel. Mm-hmm. We're the real yeah. cho- chosen people of God. Mm-hmm. And um, there's these, I guess, white Jews, quote unquote, white Jews that are um, trying to, I guess, take our birthright, and they're the ones that are controlling the media and such like that, and trying to keep black people from realizing who they are, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And so, there's a couple problems with that. One, you got a whole race of people that that whether that's your truth and what it, whether that's the truth or not, there's a whole race of people that would be offended by that. Yeah, right? you're you're ostracizing a group of people to promote another group of people. And I think that's the issue, the issue with it. Um, a lot of these statements they think are coming out pro-black, but really they're coming out anti-Semitic yeah. or anti-Jew, mm-hmm. right? You know, anti-Jewish people. So they want them to. They think they're, you know, um, promoting black people and saying, "Hey, this is who we are. This is who we should be. This is, you know, we we've been through a lot. We can we can go through this, and you know, which is all good things to say, but in those statements. You know, it, it's not including the people that identify with the Jewish religion and identify with Israel and um, are practicing of that. A lot of them mm-hmm. um, that just so happen to be of lighter complexion. It's almost downing them to promote us. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so that's how that comes across. And so when <sighs> that a lot of people that were um, saying what Nick Cannon said, they were like, well, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. It's like it's not about him being wrong. It's mm-hmm. you're offending a whole group of people. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's not it's not whether it's right or wrong or not. You know, who knows? He could be right. You know, who who knows? Because I mean, we know that there's a lot of, you know, shifting of of cultures and you know, some people that may have been in this area may have moved to another area, and I mean that happens a lot. But um, by not acknowledging that you're offending a whole group of people, um, and, and I think. To, to kind of say it this way, I think black people, we think of ourselves as the oppressed, right? Mm-hmm. Which is true, especially in America. But there are other oppressed groups. Yeah. And whenever we get into the promoting of ourselves in order to, to help us realize where we are and to reach our potential, we have to remember not to step on other groups because yeah. we're not the only ones that have been oppressed in America. Right. Yeah. I have a question, though. Yeah. So, do you think that do you think there was a way he could have said it that wouldn't have caused so much damage? Nope. And I think nah. that's why it's a discussion that <laughs> and even even on the podcast they were saying uh, Professor Griff was saying that I, I I've gotten in trouble for for saying stuff like this. You know, you sure you wanted me on the podcast? And it, they they were almost laughing at the fact that um, you know people get canceled and people get fired. People. Yeah. People get fired for some of the things that they're they're saying, and then they said it. And it's like, 
Yeah. You know, hey, like this is maybe something that you, you know, I mean, it's not maybe something that you're saying to the the public. It may be something that you think, maybe something that you say to your direct audience of people. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe someone that wants to buy a book from you or something. Like, I don't know, something like that. But maybe not something that you're releasing on a podcast. Something that people can't ask you direct questions back um, to refuse. Clarifier. Yeah, to clarify yeah. what you're saying. It it just I, I don't know, and and maybe it's because I'm I'm not. Maybe if you want to call it woke, or I haven't been taught some of the things that 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 he subscribes to the the the, the teaching that they've been been taught. But I just know that it's a dangerous ground, especially in entertainment, to to say something like that. Um, but from what I saw, and y'all can look it up, a lot of what Nick Cannon said after that was some good things. Um, but it didn't look like he apologized for right, or apologized to the people. And people mm-hmm. keep going back to, uh, it's not hate, it's not hate. I have nothing but love in, in me. It's like, but the things that you're saying can be take, can be interpreted that way. And I don't think yeah. um, some of these, like Steven Jackson, like Steven Jackson, Deshaun Jackson, Nick Cannon, I don't think they're realizing that Jewish people take that as hateful speech like to them that is hateful talk of we're not the children of israel something that we've been you know years and years hundreds of years thousands of years of generation been taught and had this teaching and you know you know have religious practices surrounded around and you're saying that that is not our birthright that can be seen as 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 offensive yeah and i think that's i mean i don't know it's it's it, it, now this did happen, I think, before Deshaun Jackson. So it's not like Nick no, was like, I, you know what? Hey, I'm gonna do it too. Um, yeah. I think it, it it happened about a month ago. Oh, so, it was that old of a podcast? Yeah, it was it was about a month ago. I think it was at the oh, end. Of, so it just got maybe uncovered. the end. It was at the end of June or something like that. So it was right. I think right before yeah, Deshaun Jackson thing that came out. That, and that then that's his, the. That's the downside of the internet, bro. Everything stays here forever. So like, oh yeah, he he that he got that off a month ago, and someone was a little bored, and they posted it, and now, yep. Oh man, that's tough. That's tough. I mean, yeah, bro. Like, there's other oppressed groups out here, and just gotta be careful how you like. We can be racist too. Mm-hmm. We, we can be racist too. At the end of the day, yeah. Uh, there's this episode on. Uh, if y'all have Hulu, go check out the show from Viceland called "Hate Thy Neighbor," and this is comedian. Oh, yeah. This comedian, yeah, good. it was a real good little. Uh, I guess he did. I think it was just like a one little one season, and uh, he went around talking to different like hate groups. So like he went to go talk to the KKK. Uh, he went to go talk to the Black Israelites, and this is the same group of people that kind of Nick Cannon was talking about, where they feel like they're the real children from Israel. And they believe the white man's the devil and lies and all that stuff. It's a pretty crazy episode, bro. And like, and like, like you were saying, bro. Like, we can be racist too, bro. At the end of the day. I think what's interesting that came out of that though is like, can Nick Cannon just have his own network? Like at this point, can could he start his own network? Kind of like how Diddy did with Revolt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm see why not. So it doesn't have to necessarily be like a real big deal. Like I, I wonder if he could 
keep keep it going if he wanted to. I saw Fox was actually keeping him for that Mass Singer show. Oh yeah, because you know Nick Cannon, Nick Cannon stay with Jobs. He had a he he also just took a break from his radio show. He had the podcast. He had Wild and Out. He had the Mass Singer. He had America's Got Talent. Like he he stayed with Jobs everywhere. But I I think actually Fox was keeping him. I don't know, man. It, yeah. it's, it'd be tough to get your own network. It, it'd be real tough. I think he might be. I think his best bet is just take everything over there to re- Revolt and try to uh, piggyback off stuff over there. Because I know for sure they won't censor him as much as MTV did. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he was taking he was taking a while now on tour, so I know he owns he has owned a good property uh property of that for sure. Anyways, like I was saying, Jay, <laughs> just hater, bro. bro, I'm not your hater, bro. Once you realize I'm not the bad guy, your life will be a lot better. No, you are the bad guy. All right, then, bro, I'm about to head out there. <laughs> um, Jay, you gotta, so end, Jay, you gotta end the podcast with what Austin said. He said, Are we done here? <laughs> are we done here? That's are we done here? The last part. Yo, for real. Uh, as always, thanks for uh, checking into the podcast. Make sure y'all go yeah, like, yeah, yeah. subscribe. Don't share. be a hater. Yeah, share, share, share. Don't be a hater like Austin and hang up while we're trying to wrap up the podcast. <laughs> uh, it's been Mish, Austin, Jordan, your boy Jay Truly. Thanks for coming out and listening to another episode of Imperfect Voices Podcast. Peace. Peace. Are we done here? Jeff says five. <laughs> For someone that was ready to podcast, you really ready to go. I am. Yeah, was. Past tense. <laughs>